even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. started last week. I, I, I actually uh, did. I don't remember. I did. Okay, so I'll go this week. Yeah, because then we won so one year anniversary of AEW, so you ended it, so you go right, you could jump right into it. Ah, that's right, that's right. All right, all right. So we're into it. We're in the main event. This is the Wednesday Night Smarks, where we shoot review AEW against NXT against each other. Uh, and again, this is just our opinions. And if you don't like them, you're wrong. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And now let's get into it. Now, as always, we start with the the ratings. Uh, AW was down to seven fifty three thousand, uh, doing a point three zero in the the demo, uh, putting them at thirteen for the night. Uh, NXT did six forty four thousand, doing a point one six in the demo, making them fifty six for the night. Um, the news killed it on this Wednesday. Uh, everything was just news except for one thing, which was the the, the housewife, one of those housewife gimmicks. Um, reality shows, I don't know what the fuck they are. Uh, Desperate Housewives or some shit like that. Or Ar- Housewives of Orange County or some shit like that. A lot of people do. That shit was like number two. Um, and then everything else was news. Uh, so, yeah, so news with the debates coming up the next day, I guess everything was just, everyone just wanted to watch that shit. Um, I say if you remove the news and move everyone everyone up like 19, uh, what were they came at? 13? Move everyone on 13 spots. That's where they should belong. I know that's not being fair because the news it, is there. It's really not. But it's not entertainment. You know? See, I wish they would have the ratings, like entertainment ratings, news rate, like separate. Like but they separate don't rate. because, you know, I guess because they sell advertising to news stations as well. Right. So it, that's what counts. But I'm just saying, like, if like if this was not the fucked up world we live in, I don't think the news would be dominating as much as no, it is. No, I, I agree with that. You know? I agree with that. Um... But so trying to think of it in a normal world where the news isn't what you know, like some big big thing. Uh, I think move everyone up thirteen spots, and you have AEW at number two, and then uh, NXT will be at what uh, forty forty three, right, in the top fifty. Yeah. So, I, I mean that's my hot take I guess on the the ratings. Um, AW, let's get on with the show. AW Dynamite, Wardlow opens up with Wardlow defeating Jungle Boy, and I love this. I thought this, this was a great match. And this was the opening match of the the Eliminator Tournament. Yes, the opening match for the Championship Eliminator Number One Contender. 
Eliminator, whatever the fuck they call it. Why do they call? I have a question. Why are they calling it the Eliminator Tournament? It's a tournament. Because, Why do they have to add the extra word to it? Because it's, I guess, because it's happening at the same time, or was happening at the same time as the G one, or G one just ended, and the G one's a points thing. So they want you to know that this is not a points thing. Kenny Omega's in there, so they don't want you thinking this is a G one thing. This is an elimination tournament. Okay. Yeah. Also, they could have said single elimination tournament. They would have got the same. Well, that's they WWE. Got the same, they would have got the same point across. Well, that's WWE speak, right? You know? That's wrestling speak. That's WWE All speak. wrestling promotions say single elimination tournament. All wrestling promotions say that. When they do the NCAA, NCAA is a single elimination tournament. Then mm-hmm. the basketball. That's not a WWE speak. That's what they, they want to call it what they want to call it. You know, okay. they're not like they're not gonna call a a four way match a fatal four way. You know, because that that that's a WWE term. Yeah. What? Yeah, but you, you're putting WWE term in the same breath as a regular term. Any other sport like UFC, bet like you have when the NCAA tournament happens, basketball, mm-hmm. it's sixty four teams. Yeah, it's a single elimination tournament. Yeah. They say that. They're just trying to give it something else. Okay. It's, a, it's a title for the tournament. Okay. Um, I love this match. Wardlow versus uh, Jungle Boy. Uh, I'm glad. I mean, this is normal for AEW, but we got a definitive finish here. You know? Um, which I think is a brush of fresh air. You know? Like, these two guys that they obviously have a future for. You know? But they're willing to put the win on someone here and a lose on someone here. Jungle Boy took the L. Um, the David, this was very much a David versus Goliath type of match. Jungle Boy, um, you know, it was, it was a great big man versus little man type of match. Uh, yeah, I just love it. It was just, I love the idea where Jungle Boy kept trying to get his, uh, what's it called, Hurricane Rana on him, but he couldn't do it. You know, Wardlow kept catching him and, and picking him up and doing a body slam or whatever the fuck. And then he finally catches him, and it's when he's on top of the top rope, and he catches that um the Hurricane Rana. And I thought Wardlow did a great job selling it. You know, Wardlow was great. Wardlow fucking sells, and he does a great work in the ring. Um, I love this match. Um, uh, I think Wardlow is one of the guys that has a future. I'm not sure if it's here though. I, got, I I don't know if it's gonna be here though. Why not? I don't know. I I I, I think he's great in the ring for mm-hmm. a big guy. I'm like that F ten from the ins from the from the stage from the to the ring. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was a nice. Yeah. Almost took his fucking head off. I know. Off the ropes. I was like, oh no! <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't be killing the young. And kid. this is live. <laughs> I'm saying. I don't know. Like, I hope I'm wrong. Because I think he's one, he could be one of the guys that could be take AW to the future. Well, they're taking their time with him. Like, I mean, he's they're focusing on him now. He's like the now push. Jungle Boy is the later push. Um, he's the now push, and they're obviously doing something with him and MJF. They're build. They're gonna build him up to that, you know. Um, and that's still there. That whole idea of him and MJF are gonna meet at some point, you know. And he's gonna break away. And get a contract officially with AEW or whatever that gimmick is. Um, and Jungle Boy was great here too. Uh, I thought he was um, um, fucking doing those crazy ass moves that he does. Um, 
This was uh, this was built around Wardlow being a beast in the ring. Like you say, he did that F10 outside on the ramp, and then he does that freaking F10 inside the ring. It's crazy. The fucking F5 with a spin. Uh, I gave him three, three and three quarters. Oh, same here. Um, I enjoyed this a lot. I'm, I, I I talked about it earlier. Oh, do you know where I end? Oh. Uh... It's got to be before the musical. Before Cole Commander and Paige. So after your last match will be... Before Cole Cabana and Yes. Paige? Yeah, so after the Phoenix and Penta match. Okay. You, have a couple, you had a couple of... Um, a couple of backstage stuff, then you then you went to Tower Two. Okay. I have a problem with the tournament. Not that, look, it's a good idea. I mean, the way I think the ranking should work for AW, oh, if take serious. No, no, no. Listen, hear me out. Number one <laughs> contender gets a title shot. He loses. Next contender should be number two contender. Should get a title shot next. They're basically doing a tournament because they're trying to set up Page versus Omega, right? Yeah. That's the end game. By putting pe- random randos, not random people, putting people in the tournament that have no chance of win. Like, I mean, Joey Janela got pulled and they announced that Sonny Kiss is taking his place. Yeah. Why the fuck is Sonny Kiss in the tournament? I get, you know, they, they want to give Kenny Omega, make Kenny Omega look, I get that. We're going to get to that. But what has Sonny Kiss done to earn a spot in the tournament? Same thing with Cole Cabana. You want somebody from the Dark Order represent, representing... Want somebody to represent the Dark Order? Why not Brody Lee? Why not Brody Lee? We can't find him now. After he took his loss, we can't find him. Where'd he go? But but what is I I like Cole Cabana. Don't get me wrong. But why Cole? Like I don't get like some of the people in the tournament. Like I get Wardlow, I guess. And Jungle Boy, the future. Want to give you want to give him some. You want to give him some um a spotlight, I guess. But I don't get Sonny Kiss. I well, that was a fix. George and I got out. They they threw him in. But but why Sonny? Like somebody that that. I guess what I'm trying to say is by putting Adam Page and Kenny Omega in a tournament opposite ends, and then putting people in a tournament that you know have no shot at winning it. You kind you're basically letting people know we're setting up Kenny Page Adam. Kenny people Omega. know that already. That doesn't matter. But but. At least oh, like, make it seem interesting. Like like when you when you when you watch Star Wars, you know Luke Skywalker's gonna fight Vader. That's not the it's point. A, it's not the same thing. How is it not the same thing? You know how this is gonna end. We know where this is going. You know? But they're gonna Swerve give us some great put you know what? Screw with us a little bit. Put Kenny and Paige in the same bra- in the same bracket. No, because they got to go through each other to get the, the No, tr- they're gonna to get, that's gonna be in a main event at full gear. And what are they selling? A pay-per-view. Yeah, but, but look what you're putting in front of them. You're putting Sunny Kiss and Coca Banner in front of them. Put somebody in front of them that, that makes you think, oh, maybe AEW is going to swerve us and have one of them lose. M- make us think that they're going to they're going to swerve us. Don't automatically assume they're not going. Don't automatically. No, you know where it's going, and that's that's where it was going. Is that yeah, a but. Like the only match that the only match that I could see, like, either maybe trying to swerve us would be Penta and Kenny Omega. But any other matches, I don't see nobody else in this tournament winning. Like I can't even picture it in my mind. 
Except for maybe Penta, which we'll get to later. But g- give me something that, that maybe they're going to swerve us. They're not going to swerve us. There's no way Cobra Band is going to be Paige. There's no way they're going to swerve us there. They're not going to swerve us with Wardlow beating whoever he's facing in the second round. They're not going to swerve us there. He's well, fighting Wardlow's fight. fighting Adam Page. Right. They're not going to... Well, yeah, you're right. Well, not, they're not going to swerve us there. Yeah. Give me some. Give me a match in this tournament outside of maybe Penta Kenny where maybe they're going to swerve us. What do you mean? Like, swerve you? Like, like, like maybe, and not give you Adam Page versus Kenny Omega at full gear? Maybe oh, you hold it off for a live crowd. I don't know. Hold off what? Give me Adam Page and Kenny Omega for full gear? Give me some. That's what they want. That's where this is going. You know that. Just enjoy the ride. But I'm not. The That's only- the problem. Kenny, that Kenny Omega Sunny Kiss match was garbage. No, it I'm wasn't. I'm going to say it was fucking garbage. No, it was it not. Garbage. No, it wasn't. It was stupid. No, it wasn't. Calm Ken- down. Calm Sunny down. Kiss earned- <laughs> Sunny Kiss in a tournament and gets obliterated in a tournament. Yeah. How does that not make sense? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. How does that make Kenny we'll look get strong? We'll get to that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, after my first match, Jesus. <laughs> I, went, I went, you know what? I went three and three quarters on that, too. Right. I did. I enjoyed it. I, I, I did. I, I really enjoyed it. So, and, uh, after this, they showed what happened after... They went off the air last week with uh, Eddie Kingston uh, promo, which was fucking awesome. Um, I got a piece about Eddie Kingston too. Oh well, wait, come yes, on, hold please, on. please, Jesus do. Christ! Uh, AEW hater over here. Not, no, yeah, not a hater. Not a hater. But I, I, I'm, I'm speaking truth. Um, <laughs> weird ass truth. Anyway, uh, so uh, he did this freaking promo. It was an awesome promo uh, against uh, Moxie as he was beating the shit out of Moxie last week. Uh, and they went, they went off the air. And I'm glad they showed us here because it was a great fucking promo. A lot of heart. And then they gave us stakes. They said, all right, it's going to be an I quit match at full gear. Um, and then uh, we go to commercial. We come back to a Mox promo. Um, responding to that promo that Kenny King, excuse me, Kingston did. Uh, this was another great fucking promo. Just basically saying like he's... Yeah, he respected him, and he's here, and now he's going to beat the shit out of him, make him say, I quit, or whatever, or get my friend back, or whatever. Yeah, that, 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 the, both video packages were great. Well, I mean, well, Eddie Kingston wasn't a video package. Eddie well, Kingston was yeah, straight but the, up the, promo But the, the promo ring. that Moxie did was, Moxie was, was good. Moxie was a video, yeah. And they did a, didn't they do a promo package with Moxie with Kingston later? Later on, yeah. And, and that was great. That, that. Was, that was great. Yeah. It was. Um... So I love it. Uh, this full gear match between them two feels good. Feels very like I, I really want to see it. Uh, after this, we had your favorite match of the night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of going into it right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kenny Omega defeating Sunny Kiss in 26 seconds. Uh, I love the the Kenny entrance. This is full heel Kenny coming out with the. Uh, the cleaner ladies. It's weird. When they came off the brooms, I'm like, I, my first thought, it just came out. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. And then I realized, oh, he's the cleaner. Okay. Yeah. After I got my like, fine, whatever. Yeah. So we but, had the, the, the cleaner ladies, and you have like the silhouette, you know, building up to this music, and you have the announcer announcing all these accolades of his. Um, uh, so I thought that was funny. And, he, and also, he, he fought in North Carolina once. Um, thought that was funny. And then... Uh, comes out and he's like basking in his own fucking glory 
the the his music hits. He looks at the girls. He gets in the ring. Uh, he handshakes uh, with um, Sunny Kiss. The match starts. V trigger. One wing angel. Over. This was a squash. Yeah. It was an awesome fucking squash. I gave this a five squash. You're interested. This was a what? fucking awesome okay, squash. As a squ- okay. In a bubble of the squash match, it's great. It should have been in a, in, a, in a limited tournament from the more contender for the title. Kenny Omega squashing Sunny Kiss doesn't does nothing to impress me. You if you if you had made it against one of the Dark Order or even Cole Cabana, and he's then maybe maybe. One of the dark. I, I think Sunny Kiss is at a higher level than. Well, one Col- maybe Cole Cabana then, like some more of a challenge. That was not that. that well, that could be the story that they could be telling here. Like, I kind of wish. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Everything has to be a fucking story. Yes, this it does. Elim- this is a wrestling this show. This is eliminated tournament. The story should be Kenny Omega destroying real talent, not no de- destroying no. somebody who who deserves to be in a tournament. No, Kenny Omega's the heel, right now so far, right. You know, so the story, or I wish I, I kind of wish they would do something different for next week. Whether they went with Penta, um, I might as well spoil it now. You know, Phoenix got injured, or he he's he's fine, but they're, they're taking precaution, taking him off for the show. And he forfeited and they, the match. He forfeited the match and put Penta, uh, Pentagon Junior, in that match. He's fighting for his brother, right? Penta Zero M, get his name right. Pentagon Junior. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Penta Elzorim, by the way. Okay, I'll, I'll get it right. <laughs> God damn it, I'll get it right. Fine. Um, and so they put Pentagon Junior, which I'm sure is going to be a great match. Yeah. Um, but I kind of felt like I wish they didn't do that, and they just gave Kenny a buy-in. Like, like why? Because then it makes his ride to the top easier than Adam Page's ride to the top. Adam Page had to work all the way to get there. Kenny didn't. You know, and it makes that story better. Uh, you know, you know, Kenny's ride was easier than Adam Page's. You know, as a heel, like you know, you're supposed to hate him for that, and he was just full fucking heel here. You know, and I, I don't think this would have been different if it was like Joey. I think this would have been the same thing. Um, Kenny, after he squashes the shit out of Sonny, first off, that's got to be the greatest fucking pin ever. That shit eating grin as he got the one winged angel, like he just knew that this is over. And it was one, two, three as he's smiling at the camera and shit like that at the at the hard cam. And um and then he gets up and then he picks up Sunny Kiss like he's all concerned for Sunny Kiss. You know, but he's all bullshit and you could tell it's all bullshit. Like he's like, Oh, don't, don't cheer for him. Cheer for the guy who just lost. You know? Right, yeah. Like, cheer that, for this guy just embarrassed. That, look, look, I'm not criticizing the Kenny intro. Like I said, when I saw the brooms come out, I was like, the fuck? Then I realized he's the cleaner. I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not criticizing that he beat Sonny Kiss because he's Kenny Omega. He should beat Sonny Kiss. I'm not criticizing what he did after because he, he, he's the heel. Mm-hmm. I'm just criticizing the fact that it was Sonny Kiss. Like, if you want to make this, this limit, even even Joey Janela well, Sonny Kiss has a big spot in this company. They've been pushing her well. You know? Where, you know, whether... He, he gets the wins or not, but he's been shining in most of his matches and whatnot. So, like it, like it, he has a big spot in his in his company. Yeah, you know? but here, not but 
but not your here. problem is the ranking shit and that they think the people yeah it is yeah, yeah. well the, the the thing is with the ranking the, well, the, I'm, the I'm, thing, I'm past the ranking right now no you're not like well, everyone, everyone they're doing the eliminated tournament I'm fine whatever yeah. they're doing it my problem is who they put in the tournament doesn't matter. It does. No, it don't. It does. Don't, it only bothers because it's not serious. Then it's Cocabana. Who Coca cares? I do. Dude, it's just a ranking system. It only fucking bothers people Why who were ba- so I mean, worked I- into thinking that it was going to be the law. No, it's not the we're law. We're talking about it's who, a story. We're talking about who put, who they put in the tournament. That's yeah. what we're talking about. The rankings anymore. We're talking about who they put in the tournament. Why is Cocabana in the tournament? What has he done as a single? The gimmicks. He, he's been getting a lot of wins ever since he joined the Dark Order. Against who? Whoever. It doesn't dark, matter. Doesn't yes, it does count. All the wins count. That's why it's in the ranking systems. Oh, oh, now you, you, oh, oh, now you care about the ranking But you're saying system. that they don't. My problem. And the, they even mention it. Like, my oh, he's problem, having straight, eight straight wins or something like my that. My problem with the ranking system is when Lance Archer went, was, went like 7-0 and mm-hmm. or 8-0. It was mostly squash matches. Who cares? It, but winning squash matches doesn't matter. It does matter. It's just the idea that he's the the, the guy who squashed all these fucking people. Yeah. So he went. So he went from squashing all these people to getting a title match without beating anybody real. It was in the rankings. That's why the rankings are bullshit. But why? But that's all it is. All it is to give the 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 image that this guy earned his way to the top. See the problem. And AW when, made they, they did the ranking. They wanted to be a sports based wrestling. They wanted to be sports. based No, it's just a story. They, they this is the idea of a sports based thing. They won't always go to it, you know. And the only people who have a problem with it who worked that they thought that they oh this is going to be the law. They were all, they're always going to be. I don't, I don't expect them to follow all the time, but follow it sometimes. They do. Don't, don't when have they not until now? Don't. When have they not? How did Hybrid 2.0 get a tag title match before Best Friends? That's now. That's the story that they told now. But before now, before FTR got the shot and they put it in their contract that they get to choose, they get to choose who they want. Any Anything up until now that you had a problem with? No. You're supposed to hate the fact that they get to choose. That's the story. It's simple fucking storytelling. It's like... um. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, what's that rule they had before and after a match? The handshake. The code of honor. The code of honor, right. Right? You think they they gave a fuck about honor? No, that thing was just about the story. And they they did it for months. Everyone had to do it, whether you're a heel or a face. You had to do it. If you didn't do it, you think they got disqualified? No. Points taken off? Uh, Less paycheck? No, nothing happened. But it was just that story. Everyone had to shake hands before and after the match. And what happens when the first guy who doesn't do that, which I believe was Daniel Bryan, when he was a fucking heel during the Pure Tournament, did not shake Nigel McGinnis' hand? You know what happened? Everyone fucking booed him. It's simple fucking storytelling. That's all it is. It's built-in storytelling. So when it doesn't happen the way... People are expecting it to happen. They're like, oh, fuck him. He, he cheated his way to the top. He slid his way to the top like Eddie Kingston did. Like, oh, he, he got his way to the top not by working like way everyone else has to work. You know? Oh, this guy didn't shake hands He's when it's the, the code of honor. Boo. It's, that's, that's all it is. Simple. It's not that complicated. Yeah, but the code of honor didn't determine title matches. 
You know what I'm saying? The Code of Honor didn't determine title matches. The Code of Honor thing was ding because the company was Ring of Honor. It was about honor. If you didn't do it, you didn't do it. You got booed because you were a fucking heel. That's fine. But the Code of Honor didn't determine who get, did and didn't get title matches. And they... Uh, what does that matter? They just did it uh, in an extra way. The only time the only time that AEW has actually gone with the, the ranking system was for the women's title. No, they haven't. For the most part, they have. They've done it more than anything else. Yeah, because they don't have that many. Now they, now they have to fucking work around shit now. Like with Thunder Rosa and stuff. Yeah. But they've done it with the men's. Up until now. They've done it with the men's. They've done it with the tags. Up until now. Yeah. And, and who's not following the rules? The heels. The heels are not following the rules. Whatever. Whatever. It's I, simple storytelling. No, it's, uh, the only people who are worked are people who thought it was going to be a law. It's well, I, I didn't expect it to be a law, but I expected it to maybe no, don't push the ranking systems and then don't take it serious. They, but that's the idea. Like, but it's almost like they, they push the, the people who are not taking it seriously are the bad guys. Then AEW met the, the, the you know the story good story AEW's got it's got to enforce the ranking system. Like, you're the heel but you want to give no you you have to defend something against the top ranked teams you're not allowed to pad your record no but that you're supposed to boo the bad guy the bad guy's supposed to get his way you're not supposed to like that that's the story that's why you hate the bad guys because they're getting their way when they're not supposed to whatever that's just... simple fucking storytelling is that Mike Olsen? no no that's not no that's not Mike Olsen he's in there though no he's not who is Mike Awesome? Mike Awesome is not in there. He's the guy on the outside there. No, that's um, that's uh, Chris Harris. It's AMW. It's James Storm and Chris Harris. Oh. I'm like, Mike Awesome? It looked like Mike Awesome. No, it's, it's Chris Harris. Huh. He, he, a little bit. A little resemblance. Yeah, that's Chris Harris. The one I am, right? No. The, I know no. who you're talking about. The other one. Hold on. Sorry, we, we just got totally We distracted. gotta figure this out. Well, actually, I got totally distracted by Gail Kim. That, that's Chris Harris. Really? That's not my cause? That's Chris Harris. Oh, that's America's Most Wanted when they were the NWA Tag Team Champions. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, I'm distracted by Gail Kim. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyway, back to the story. I just, whatever. I mean, it's just, it's, I, okay, so, all right. Then explain to me how the people that were in the eliminated tournament were chosen for it. I get you put Paige and Omega on in this. I get the end game is Paige Omega at full gear. I get that. Mm-hmm. But make it seem like Paige and Omega had to work their way to get there. They didn't just cruise to, to fight to full gear. Well, I want Kenny cruising. Omega well Kenny Omega cruised their first round. Kenny, yeah. Kenny, because he's the heel. You're supposed to hate the fact that he's doing that. But I I want I I would like it better if they both had a had a fight to get there, because Kenny Omega say you know Kenny Omega was the heel you know I may be the heel I may be the bad guy I may be the ass they may not like me I still fought my way to get here, because I'm better. I didn't get here because I I, I sidestep shit. Who Kenny? Yeah. But that's the he, he's the heel. You're supposed to hate him for that. So doesn't so basically AEW is treating heels like heels and face like face. They're not doing anything different than anybody else does. I thought the AW was gonna be different. I thought what AW. What are you talking? That's it's storytelling. 
you're supposed to hate the heel. Like, but I want I want to hate the heel. Yes, but I also want the heel. I want the heels that are good enough to be like, you know what? Where the heel, we don't have to cheat to win. We don't have to size up to win. Where the heel we're also good enough to beat people. Like come beat us. Like but, FTR, come beat us. We don't have to cheat to win. We can just beat you because we're that damn good. That's the kind of heel I want to see in AEW. Where we don't have to cheat to win. All their heels. Like, the big heels have to cheat to win. Kenny Omega... Or well, Kenny Omega didn't cheat. Well, well he's... He got the easy... Belt, but FTR. We'll use FTR for the, the example. That's FTR. Who else? All the, there's FTR and Kip. Who else cheats to win? Kip? Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. He always yeah. used Penelope for... Oh, we're not going to get into Kip. We'll, we'll get into him later. Yeah. We'll get into the shit to do with him later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it. Those thirty seconds. Come on. But on. <laughs> I don't want because I haven't seen Kip Sabian any in many matches. But that's his that's his mo. He cheats like Penelope for okay. do distractions. So, okay, so like Kenny Omega is fighting Penta next week. Yeah. If Kenny Omega has a cheat to beat Penta, then I, I then my point is made. Okay, right? but talk about what's is happening that, is now. That, is that fair enough? Is that fair enough? Possibly. Okay. But it, do you Let's think we're going to get that? Let's move along then. <laughs> But you, so you have no point now. I you, do have a. Point. You have a, a future point, possibly. Well, I have, you have a, a possible well, I have point. A point right now with FT, whatever. If you want to go back to FTR, <laughs> you have a I do theory have a of point. a point. <laughs> FTR has to cheat to win. That's them. That's who they are. But who else do you have? Because I don't know. Who, like Lance Archer, I don't take seriously as a, as a heel. As has a he cheated? Heel. Has he ever cheated? Who the fuck? He's had one. He has. He fought one real co- competitor. Whatever. Has he cheated? He's most of the Has sport. he cheated? If he, look, if he has a has oh, he hold cheated? On, hold on, <laughs> if he has to cheat to be in squash matches, and then he's not really a monster. Okay, he's so he hasn't match. cheated. You can't so, cheat on squash matches. Uh, uh, Starks has he cheated? No. Has uh, Cage cheated? No. Like, uh, come on, name another heel in AW that's cheated. Well, I was all right. Fuck, fuck the I'm talking about the top heels now. Is Starks the top heel in the company? No. Is Brian Cage the top heel in the company? No. Huh? He has a major role. The only top heels you have right now are FTR. And they have to cheat to win. And that's it. I proved my point. That's not the point. You got one heel team cheating. That's it. Everyone else wins their matches. Okay, whatever. Let's move along. I'm not going to say debate. It's simple storytelling. This will take up two hours of the show if we keep this going. Come on, people. This will take up two hours of show for uh, this going. So where was he? Where was I? Where was I? Sunny Kiss. I gave it a five. After this, uh, Shivani interviews Arnst Cassidy. Silly interview. They, where he, he's not, he's distracted by the TV or something like that. That was whatever. Uh, and then after that, we have Dasha interviewing Cody and Arn Anderson. You know, and I like how he talked about. Uh, gaining weight to to compete with the heavyweights here stuff like that which I thought like he's been winning against these heavyweights in his lower weight frame right like wouldn't it be better to stay in that weight frame yeah <laughs> like whatever like but I like the idea like it's kind of like he's like hey listen there, there are bigger guys here I gotta be bigger to compete with them whatever you know uh, he did call AW a light heavyweight division uh, um, promotion. Promotion. I thought that was interesting. Well, well, he's not entirely wrong. Either. No, no. Uh, the AW guys are smaller than like WWE guys. I, it still cracks me up that 
who's going way back. When it, when AW was in their infancy, when they had that battle royal and, and Billy Gunn got in the ring, he was like the biggest guy in the ring. Yeah. I'm like, really? And they played him off as the monster. In the I'm, like, like, I'm like, I'm like, didn't they do a, that, that, spot, that spot where everyone's on top of him and he monsters out? Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, really? It's Billy Gunn. Like, it's still correct, but like, it's Billy Gunn. I'm like, really? But that also harkens back to like, um, like, Jake the Snake Roberts, you 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 forget that he's huge too, like tall. Right. Like I I remember when he went against Undertaker, and he was taller or about the same size as Undertaker. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. You know, I was like, holy. But yeah, but that's tall. I'm talking about like, like big, like. I know, but guy. it's the same right. concept. Like you don't think of them as that until they're against somebody different, right? Or the same and shit like that. Yeah, but I still crack me up. I still think about that once in a while. Like when I'm watching Billy Gunn, I'm like, I forgot all about that. <laughs> See, they pushed me. He was like the biggest guy in that battle royal. Yeah. Like, damn. Um, so yeah, so I enjoyed this interview. It was good. Um, they they teased that there was going to be a special rules, and we'll get to that later for Cody's and OC's um, rematch next week. And then we got the video package for uh, Eddie Kingston. Uh, responding to Moxie's video package, which was also great, and at the same time he puts over his um, Phoenix and Pentagon Junior. and the Butcher and the Blade. Um, was it in this video package where they showed the bunny? No, it was later on in the match. Yeah, anyway, um, before the match. Uh, and then we after that we come back. Did I do this match or you said before? Yeah, Colt, do right? this match. Do a couple. Um, and then I'll do the. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you when to stop. Yeah. We definitely got to do this match, though. All right, so then we get uh, Phoenix defeating Penta L0M. I wrote it down. Um, I know you did. And then we also have Kingston on commentary, which was a very good king, uh, commentary. He's putting over these guys, both of them. And he's putting over the Butcher and Blade. I think they also, that's where they explained the bunny is back in the family. Yeah. Um, which, which I was fine with because, you, know, you know, it answered a lot of our questions. Like, why it was just randomly disappeared and came back? Yeah. I kind of missed the Red Bunny. Yeah. Which we'll see later. Yeah. Um, and I love this. I thought this was insane. It was reversals and counters. Uh, it felt important. Like, Penta came out very passive about it. Like, you can tell, like, he wasn't ready to fight his, his little brother right. here. Like, he was like, mm, I don't want to do this. You know? Um, it was awesome. I, uh, it was... Uh, the, the idea of them being brothers was there, knowing each other inside and out, you know, with all the reversals and shit like that. And they, they went out. They went balls out in this match. Um, and then uh, in the middle of this match, uh, Penta, no, I'm sorry, Phoenix goes for a Herc, like some form of Hurricane Rana on Penta. And kind of off camera, you see him land on his head. And then there was some concern here. And turns out he was fine or mostly fine because uh, after letting him get his uh, bearings back he was right back into um, fucking going 0-60 to 60. but uh, I think it added to the match uh, because like I said Penta came out very passive about fighting his brother Right. and his brother gets injured and he's very passive about fighting his brother injured to a point where he's like soft touching him like, like you know like well, let me do yeah, this yeah. little move here are you okay you know like he's, he's checking on his brother um so it felt like it added to the fucking story of the match to me 
Um, but then he gets his bearings, and then it's just a fucking crazy ass Canadian destroyer that they do, and then Phoenix wins. Um, Phoenix had that one scary moment when he was walking the rope and slipped. I didn't catch that. Yeah, he, he slipped. He landed in the ring. But if he had landed the other way, I mean, he obviously pushed himself into the ring. So mm-hmm. But if he had gone the other way, that could have been very bad. Okay. Like, yeah, if you watch the match, if you go back and watch the match again, he was doing one move where he walked the top rope, but he slipped yeah. about halfway in. Okay. He just landed in the ring. Originally, I wrote in my notes, the match went too long. That's originally I wrote in my notes. Mm-hmm. But I corrected it by saying it makes sense because they're brothers and they know each other. Yeah. Like it makes sense. Like they don't know how to beat one another. Yeah. You know, it takes that one big move. And they told that, like they right. kept so, those yeah. counters and reversals. Right. That's and reversals why, two counters. That's why I that's put like it. Shit. Match went too long, and the more I thought about, it, like, mm. yeah, but it makes sense because they're brothers yeah. and they have fought each other before. Yeah. So it made sense. I could. I went three three quarters on this. I went four. I loved it. That was great. Um, I just have a problem with AEW for the most part. Like, they don't do it all the time. I like a lot of the high spot matches. I don't have a problem with it. Not that they don't look great. It looks great. It's exciting. It gets the fans off their seats. It pops. My problem is the more high spots you do, the more easy it is to get hurt. I, I know what you're going to say. There's always a chance you can get hurt doing anything. But doing like those multiple high spots like that increases those chances. That was That's my only problem with some of the stuff that AEW does sometimes. A lot of their matches involve a lot of those high spots. Mm-hmm. Which again are fun to watch. They're exciting. They're athletic. If they're done right, they look awesome. Yeah. But it can, it does raise the injury, the chance of an injury up because they do it too often. A lot of this is my opinion. Again, I could be wrong. A lot of those high spots should be saved for those special moments. If you do them in, a, in all the matches all the time, they first of all they lose being special because you're doing them all the time. Second of all, it's easier. It makes their chance of injury even more. That's my that was my only problem with AEW as a whole. That's one of my problems with AEW as a whole. But they do put on great matches, mm. so it's hard for me to totally knock them. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I guess. I mean, like you know where I stand with it. Like, everything is an injury prone thing, right? But you know, but, you also don't want to like. Uh, we'll use an example. Driving a car, you can easily get to an accident driving a car, right? Yeah. E- easily, I, I I'll talk about it. I got to an accident a few weeks ago. Sitting in traffic, not moving. I got rear-ended. <laughs> Again, they're paying for my insurance. My, my insurance is coming get my car fixed on Monday. I car's drivable, whatever. But if I'm driving 150 miles an hour, zipping in and out of traffic without a seatbelt, doesn't that increase the chance I'm getting into an accident? It's different. I mean... Is it, though? Yeah. But, no, but if you want to, if you want to relate it to wrestling, if you want me to convert that, that analogy over to wrestling, I'm going to do that. If I'm having a good ground-based match with a couple of good moves here or there, as opposed to a match where everybody just where I'm just flying around a ring, mood souls jumps off the top rope over, doesn't that? Where am I gonna get injured? Where are the channel gonna get injured more? Like I can get into an accident just driving normal, as, as I proved, but I'm more but me driving 100 miles an hour, zipping out of traffic, my chance of getting into an accident increase, correct? Yes or no, man. Increase, right? It's it's different. Though. How is this it is different? Because they they know what they're they're, they're supposed to know what they're doing. Right, you can know like I, if, yeah. I, if I if I if I. But then driving, you got like the smallest thing, like a kick to your back, can put you out of wrestling 
Put like a small kick through your back. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, but you, you kind of proved my point a little bit. Because if I'm just driving 30, 30, 40 miles an hour on a highway, I can get hit by somebody going 100 miles an hour and my car is demolished. Mm-hmm. Not because I was going fast, because they were going fast. Right? Yeah. If I'm a wrestler in the ring and I'm doing everything the right way and my opponent does something wrong because they're, they're doing all the high-flying shit and I get hurt. Well, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, that's the art of it, though. Like, yeah, but again, driving is kind of an art because you have to know how to do it right. Otherwise, you just you just screw it up. Point I'm trying to make is the less high-flying you do, the less risk, risk chance that you take, the less apt you are that something actually ha- bad to happen. But that's not a point I'm trying to make. You, I mean, you hired these guys because of who they are, though. But doesn't mean it have doesn't mean a whole match has to be like that. This one, I think, does like that. This is who they are. You know, if, if it's Pentagon Junior, fuck it, um, versus <laughs> Phoenix, Ray Phoenix. You know what? When, when you did that. I thought of my cousin Vinny. Huh. The two you, the two what? What did you say now? <laughs> like I'm trying to get the word out. Like what did you say now? I yeah. get what I get it, what you're it, that's, saying. This is who they are. This is what you expect. I get from them. what you're saying. Same thing saying. with Darby Allen. Like, like it, Darby Allen's like a loop to thirty. Yeah, but you can't expect them to change everything that they do. That they guys, do now. That did not look cool. Yes. Uh, speaking of speaking of which. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. God damn. Um. But um. The problem with Darby Allen, I think with Ray Phoenix and, and um, Pentagon, is they aren't good wrestlers. Mm. Like, we watched when Darby was wrestling a couple weeks ago, when he actually wrestled a regular match. Like, no, was in the ring. He's good. Yeah. The problem with Darby, I think he's kind of sm- he's small. I mean, a, a, like, Cody, not like Drake's small. Like, he's, he's just skinny. Right, but the. Like a, a, like Cody said, AW is a, a lightweight division, like a yeah. lightweight promotion, like a lot of smaller guys. But he's he's even smaller than some of them. But Darby's really talented. Again, now we go back to Penta and Phoenix. They're both extremely talented, and I think if they had a match where they didn't do as much high flying and much of that crazy shit, they could put on a great technical match. So if they're both great technical wrestlers, why can't why can't they just you know instead of doing some of the high flying, put on a great technical match? Because I, I think you've got a lot of people complaining about that. You know? And plus, this is what they wanted to do. This is the match they wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my point... You, you have to admit, my, some of my points are pretty valid, though. I like, mean, it's not wrong. Right. But I also... Just, I mean, if you, if they chose to be do that, that's their life. Like, you know? That's what they, they were hired to do. You know? Same thing with Darby Allen. Yeah. I think Darby Allen, like you said, like he's good at the wrestling. He's good at the technical stuff, um, and I think he can but I, be but a it, champion. His shtick is being being crazy. Yeah, we'll get to him later too. Yeah, I think yeah his shtick is just being that nudge up, and I think maybe he feels that if he doesn't do that, he'll get lost in the shuffle somewhere. I don't know. Again, Possibly, don't know. yeah. Um, but uh, for Penta and Phoenix, the Phoenix defeated Penta. I gave it four. Um, but then yeah. it came out later that Phoenix had a forfeit to Penta. Yeah, this came out during the, uh, I think the next day or some shit. Yeah. Uh, he forfeit the match to Penta, and Penta's gonna be or fought already Kenny Omega. Um, 
Uh, well, I don't like time travel, so he's fighting him. Yeah. Uh, I don't like time travel. After this, we had a recap of Kip and Miro with the Best Friends feud. Uh, I don't care for it. You know what? The piss me about this is Best Friends are a great tag team. Hmm? They just went after the tag belts. And now you're doing with this, this with them. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, uh, with the FTR match. Well, no, um, I'm saying they just, they just went after the No, I was trying belts. to think. Yeah, they went with the They went after the tag belts. They lost. Yeah. Forget how they lost. We're not going to get into that. They lost. And they weren't in the tag team tour- the tag team four-way, which was where they should have been. And they're feuding with Kip and Miro over an arcade game. Yeah. Listen, some, okay. of, this, some of this shit's going to... F- Gonna, okay. it's, gonna, it's gonna seep in, man. Uh, okay. I don't like it. Okay. It's not my thing. Uh, okay. I, I'm watching it, and when they, when they were talking about it, like when they first started, I'm like, oh, they're really doing this, aren't they? Like when we when we when what happened was was oh yeah, with proud and powerful did to my mother's car. That was our brother. This was an accident. Yeah. Like oops. And I'm watching this. They're technically apologizing for it. <laughs> God damn, Jeff Hardy. Anyway. But I'm watching, I'm like, they're really doing this fucking thing. They're really going with this, aren't they? Yeah. Why couldn't Best Friends be in that tag thing? That's where they should have been. Well, listen, it gave other people a spot to shine. I guess. but then, And but, it did. But, um, but, but, but then you're putting... Be- <sighs> I, like, I don't even have the words for this. Because this, so, this whole thing is so stupid. With the twist. It's just so dumb. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know if this the is... The match might be really good. I don't even think that. Um, I, I, This is probably going to be one of their the, the buy-ins for Full Gear. Um, probably. But yeah, this was like a 30-second thing, so I moved on. Um, after this, we get Marvez interviewing Colt with the Dark Order guys there. Yeah, and this that would up, be um, um, the tag team guys, right? Yeah, uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Which we'll get into um, later. Which uh, this had a focus on silver, even a match later on. It has a, like a big focus on silver. I think they're starting to see, they're starting to give him a push, John right. Silver. Because um, he has some time to shine here. He's trying to start a Brody chant. He's, that dude's hilarious. Um, and then we have the Paige defeating Colt no, match. No, 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 no. Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, so then you go. All right. So NXT Hour 1. They um, opening match with Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream versus Kushida, which makes sense because Tommaso for Kushida, Velveteen Dream interfered. Tommaso Velveteen Dream, Kushida interfered. So Tommaso gets them both now. So, so Tommaso gets them both. What well, is it's a, a triple threat now? It's a triple threat. Triple threat for what? Like what is this about? Let's just end this. Why is Kushida there? Kushida already ended uh, Dream. Because Velveteen Dream interfered in Kushida's match. <laughs> anyway. Okay, yeah. Um, so, although Kushida's already in the ring waiting, um, Dream came out of Ciampa and attacked him on the ramp. So, they're setting up Ciampa and, and Velveteen Dream. That's the feud they, they're going with, I think. Another guy that Velveteen, another guy that Velveteen Dream could lose to. Yeah. Or it's probably going to be a triple threat match. It opened up a Ciampa just... Destroying everyone. It's going between Kushida and Dream, just blowing it, just obliterating everyone. Yeah. And after that, the match kind of settled down a little bit. It became a regular match. Uh, Dream hit uh, 
hit use the cast as the weapon. Yes. To end the match. And then Kushida got the yeah, win. Cause, yeah, he um chomped with the um because yeah, because uh, actually um he used it, but like almost like he didn't hit him with like, Chomp just ran into it. No, and the Kushida, idea was that he used it. Right. They right. went the camera went back to Dream and Dream's all happy about it. Like he's like, ah So we it. we are gonna probably get Champa and Dream maybe at Halloween Havoc this week. It was well, probably a triple threat. <laughs> no, I think it's gonna be Dream and Champa one on one. We might even get a Halloween Havoc this week. But outside of everything, I went three and three quarters on this match. This match was great. Nah. Yeah, I went three. It was alright. Um, they did they did a little promo backstage with UE, but Adam Cole's still out with the injury, quote unquote injury. So I like that they had Adam Cole. Oh, this was it. weird. Like, it, it was. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching it at first. I'm like, I don't get it. He's then out I realized, injury. Then I realized he's on TV, but yeah. like where he would be standing if he was there. Yeah. So they're doing the whole promo thing, but he's like virtual zooming it. Why? Why not just have him do a promo from home or something? Well, no, they wanted him with the group. That's why. Uh, okay, <laughs> but for what it was, I was like, all right, maybe laugh a little bit. They review a little bit of um, Ripley and Gonzalez and Halloween Havoc. They you know start still promoting that match a little bit. Mm. They did Jesse Camino versus Ember Moon. Good match. Not great. It was good. Uh, a lot of back and forth. I didn't like it. I thought Ember Moon should have destroyed her. Try to push Ember Moon even more as a legit, a legit um, yeah, challenger this- to. Yo, Shirai's title. Yeah, I mean, it was an extended squash type of thing, but it felt just... It didn't feel like a wrestling match. It felt like a gymnastics thing. You know? Like, they, like they went overcomplicated. Kind of like with the uh, Sheeta swole match. Where it was okay, just yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and I was like, eh. I, 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 I was impressed by what Ember Moon was doing, but I was just like, none of it is making sense, though. So yeah. after the match is over, Kai attacked um, three. Ember Moon. I went three with it. I went the same here. Yeah. So they're setting bad. up Dakota Kai Ember Moon. Probably some stipulation, like number one contender match or something. Um, they go backstage, they show Bobby Fish is hurt. Somebody attacked him. Uh, Ahead of their tag title match tonight. Another one of the NXT's whodunits. I thought it was... I Honestly, I thought it was like Adam Cole somebody. Because I thought it was they were like teasing the split, UE split. Hmm. Or maybe even Kyle O'Reilly. I, that's why I thought they were going with this. I'm like, okay, maybe they're teasing the split right here. They're starting it. So after that, we get Austin Derry versus Bronson Reed. It was good. <laughs> Nothing great. It was good. It was, yeah, it was a squash. Reed won with a splash off the top rope. We got two squashes in one. I here. wish Austin <laughs> Theory. I, I like Austin Theory. Dude's extremely talented. Got a great charisma. He just has personal problems. Right? Yeah, that whole. The, the I whole think they got out. something planned. Uh, I'll talk about it after you get to it. But I hope they do something with him. Yeah. I know what you're gonna get to. I didn't write it down, so you could talk to him after yeah. I'm done with this. But I hope they do something with him. I, I mean, I hope that that he, the fact that he's back on TV means that they didn't really find anything. Like no, it, like whatever they found on him. Uh, we talked about this before. If they didn't find anything, they they should <laughs> tell us. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, they um, should. They should be telling us. But I think it's just a lawyery thing, and they're like, "Hey, there's nothing out there that can prove that you didn't do it. That's good enough for us." Um, but get to your point here. Yeah. So Austin challenged after the match was over. 
Austin challenges Reed to an instant rematch. Yeah. And and, and Bronson destroys him again. Yeah. And they also talk about during the match that that O'Reilly is taking Fisher's place in the tag title match. Yeah. So we, as of right now, it's going to be O'Reilly and Strong versus uh, Prevanko. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, and I'll let you get into what you guys say. They did um, Casey Candizero versus Lee was announced for later tonight. Yeah. You know, Lee wanted her match tonight. Well, I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah. With Lee and Bo, I don't know where yeah. they're going with this. I, I'm a little curious, I guess. <laughs> Next up, we had a um, six-man tag, Legado del Fantasma versus Swerve. Um, the Adonis and Jake Atlas. Yeah. I love this match. I thought this was good. I went four on this. It was high flying. At one point, at one point, um, if you have to stop, stop. Sl- um, ah, uh, uh, fly spot. Uh, it was a lot of a lot of high spots in this match. A lot of back and forth. I mean, they could have gave it to Legado. They could have went with the other tag with Swerve Adonis, and it could have went either way. Which I love. Like, dude, I didn't know who was going to win this match. Ultimately, Legado got uh, the Fantasma with the win. Excellent back and forth. With a lot of great spots. Like Frankie said, like I said, four. My, definitely my match of the night for NXT. Uh, crap, I keep talking. Real quick, so our two, so I, I got to make a little more time. Start the Gargano's at home. Talk, getting, prepping for the spin the wheel deal. Spin the wheel thing. And Gargano kind of has a weird thing that he doesn't like wheels, which is random. But I thought it was hilarious. So he starts to, so they have a little, they have a little mini wheel on the table with Candice and Johnny, Johnny Gargano. And they, they spin the wheel for Johnny. Because they want to, they want to get practicing because the best way to, to get be good at something is to practice. So they're going to practice the wheel by spinning it. Which I thought was stupid and hilarious at the exact same time. So they spin the wheel for Johnny first. And it comes out a buried a lot. It comes out with a casket match. And Johnny got got a look on his face like, casket match? Well, they're going to be in a casket. No, I'm going to spin it again. Spin it again. It was a buried alive match. He's like, great. He goes, I'm dead. So they spin the wheel for Candace, and it comes up with a hardcore match. He's like, yeah, he goes, I can beat I'm good there. He's he like, great, you'll beat her, and I'll be dead. <laughs> he goes, that's great. He gets pissed off and just walks away. It was stupid. At first, I didn't like these little segments of the Garganos. And yeah. At first, I didn't like them. Now I love them. I think they're hilarious now. Well, I've, I've been enjoying them. At like, first, I they... wasn't, but now I am. Every time they start, I'm like, oh no! But then when I'm, when they finish, I'm like, that was just too fucking funny. And like their their delivery is good, especially Gargano. Like and it's you fucking can, good. And of course, the chemistry is there because they're they're yeah, married. They're married. But the, like, the humor, they, the he gets how to do the humor with it. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, when he's walking away, going up the steps, he's like, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I love. I hate wheels. <laughs> I, I, I I said it before when you when you stepped away. I it was funny that he said I hate wheels. I was like, that's a random thing to yeah. hate. <laughs> that's a really random thing to hate. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like I said, when I first started doing these in-house segments, I was I was started cringing at it, yeah. but I didn't expect them to be this good. Yeah. I guess that we were. I didn't expect them to be this fun. Um, real quick, 
because I had to step away. Yeah, so um, I actually went to my second hour. That was actually my second hour, but I wanted to talk about it. Oh, okay. That kill time. So yeah, get. Thank you. So the legato match versus um, Swerve, uh, Diodonis, and Atlas, I thought it was great. I gave it four. Easy. Same here. Um, Same here. It was. It was just. It's just. It's just what I love, and the stories are there too. Now, what I like about what AWs do AWs to me. What NXT is doing? Yeah, that's now. a weird thing for you to say. You Shut would up. never say something. When NXT is doing for a while, NXT was more about all the established talent ruling NXT. Like those are the guys you saw on TV all the time. Hmm. What they're doing now, you're starting to see the young talent come up now. Like you're starting to see these like the non-main event guys. NXT is going back to the way it used to be a little bit in terms of who you're seeing on TV a lot. Like you're starting to see Jake Atlas on TV. Yeah. They're starting to push Adonis as a, as a star now. Like they're giving him spots. Swerve is a, is a young is a young indie guy that's young enough that he could be a future star. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got Legado Del Fantasma, who's going to be a bunch of young guys that are going to be future stars. Mm-hmm. Bronson Reed. You have um, Austin. You have all these young guys that are starting to, to get pushes on NXT now, the way NXT used to be. Yeah, you're starting to get a mix now of young talent and and and. and Veteran indie guys, yeah, which I love. Yeah, it feels good. It feels like it feels better than Ross. It feels more fresh. If right, that was, thank you. It was what I used to love about NXT. Was, there was always like this, like this. Not a reset, but it was like, all right, these guys graduated, quote unquote, and so now, now, now they need to work, and they always kind of built up those next stars or whatever. You know, right. Granted, like towards the end ish, they you know, a lot of the stars they had were stars going in. Right. You know, like Shinsuke and Small Joe and right, stuff like right. that. But but, you know, like you had naturally born stars through there. You know, you, you know, even Dream, you know, Dream at one point was bred in that, that system, you know? Right. And he was becoming a, a big star. You Until know? you fucked it you up. You fucked that up, yeah. Um the way NXT used to be treated, it was Almost like you signed with WWE, you had to go NXT first. Just to learn the system. Like, learn how WWE operated. If you were young, yeah. Well, even, yeah, well, not even young. Like, Shinsuke went there first. Joe went there first. Shinsuke went there to learn English. That's it. Not to learn the system. Well, well, Joe, well Joe definitely went there to learn the system. The only guy that didn't go there that got signed recently, I was big with AJ. But, like, a lot of these guys go to the NXT, went to NXT first because they had to adapt to WWE style or in Shin's case instance learn to learn language mm. but now it seems like NXT is the place where WWE wants to sign people and they'll send, they'll bring them to NXT first most of the time but then they might just keep them there like Adam Cole's been there for four years now if this was any other time he would've got called up a long time ago yeah but I don't know like I still think the end goal for these guys it's to be on Raw. It's to be on SmackDown. You know? I don't think they want to stay there at NXT. Again, it's a different time, but, you know, the the goal is is to be a star. Like, Well, you, guys like Ciampa have said they don't want to go. I mean, they, they said it most Because they know their limits. Like, Ciampa, he, he's, like, at, towards the end of his career Also, he knows, you know, he can't do that hard. No. That's what I'm saying. He knows his limits. You know, he knows he's not going to be doing that for a long time now. So he knows he's better off here and he's going to be a trainer at some point. And it seems like Gargano is one of the guys that seems like he's happy there too. Like, nah, I, I got to assume he wants, like, that dude deserves to be a big star. I'm, I would assume he knows 
He can be. Yeah, see, no, no, it's hurting that. No, no, it's weird too. Like, like, say, let's say, we'll use Gargano as our example. That's what we're talking about. Mm. I want to go to. I want to go to Raw. I want to go. I want to go to Raw. I want to be a superstar. Then they see what they did with Keith Lee. Like, do I really want to go there now? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, do, I see what they did with Ricochet. Do Wait. I really want to go there now? Yeah, but you got also got to figure the fact that going there also means a bigger check. Yeah. But yeah, but I think that's going to change eventually. It has to. If now considering NXT is on live every week now, they're on USA. They're on they're on regular national TV every week. At some point, that's got to change. Where the NXT guys are getting paid, or we're on SmackDown again, but they they're not getting the ratings yet. Yeah. But you got to assume. Yeah. If yeah. That's another big thing. They're not getting ratings. You know, Raw and SmackDown are constantly in the top 10, top 5, right? They get the ratings. As shitty as their product is every yeah. week, yes. And yes, yeah, granted, it's it's they've been losing viewers. And lately, they've been, you know, it's been a roller coaster ride. It's up and down for them. Um, but it's not what it used to be, you know? No, back they're, in the they're day. At, they're at 2 million or sub 2 million, you know, like less than 2 million, you know? So, but, but NXT is, you know, <laughs> they, uh, the last three weeks they have not charted. See, the problem with NXT, I think I've said this before, is they were, they were quote-unquote developmental for so long mm-hmm. that they haven't broke the, out of that niche of being developmental yet. Well, they don't treat them like that either. Right. You know, they're not included in a draft, which thankfully. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but, but, you, know, but you know what I'm saying? Do. If they're going to be treated like a legit brand, they should have been in there. I hope that, you know? I mean, I, I, what could work big towards that is put them in Survivor Series. Well, that's what should have happened last year, and it didn't. It was it was good for the, for those three weeks. Remember? And then one of those three weeks, they actually beat AEW. Right. You know? It was legit because it was they did some great storylines, storytelling there. You know? Because they brought in a lot of those Raw and SmackDown people to watch the show, but it, it didn't like they didn't carry they didn't carry on after that. Because after that, it was just like all right, the NXT doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know? I wish they would. I, I dude, I, they brought in Retribution without them being NXT stars. You know what I'm saying? Like their their NXT personas never existed. Why, the, only thing, the only way I'll, I'll explain that away is that they're not using their real they're not using their, their names anyway because maybe there's a plan somewhere down the line to unmask them as former NXT stars. Maybe there's a plan somewhere down the line. That's the way I'm going to try to explain that away. I, I don't know if I can. That's how I'm going to try to explain that it, away. It, like the, I think Retribution is dead now. They well, squashed them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, they just the last Raw fucking... They were getting destroyed by the Hurt Business. And then the Fiend comes in, by himself, destroys them all. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. Unless, the, like that, that might be a way to, maybe they unmask and say, you know what? We tried to, you know, this is not going to work now. This is who we are. Oh, it's going to work now? Because we don't, I don't know where to know. mask. I'm trying to save it. I don't, don't know. Don't save it. But, um, um, let it die. Yes. If it dies, it I dies. thought the retribution thing would have been better if they didn't come out with the mask and they just came out with their real names. You know. Well, the story is there. Like, I know the story is like there. The they stories just are have... there. Like, it just fits. It, it could have been good. Yeah. But, you know, it's WWE. But again, I did, again, that's what I was saying. A lot of these guys that 
you you would think they want to go to Raw SmackDown to make mm-hmm. to make well be on national yeah be on national TV now they want to where they get a bigger spotlight but then they see what they did with Mia Yim and Dominic Dijakovic and Keith Lee and mm-hmm. Ricochet You're like okay yeah I will get more money and more TV time but that's what I got to do that I really want to spend my wrestling career doing like the prime of my wrestling career like Gargano mm-hmm. the prime of my career Adam Cole doing this. But they also have the question, like, do I want to stay on NXT, which is something that struggles to get into the top fifty? Right, but then you got to figure out, do, you know, like, yeah. do you do you want to do you want to wrestle for a living? Like, do you do you enjoy what you're doing in NXT? But that's then where other promotions come into play, right? Right. So yeah, there's a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot of moving fucking parts because yeah, they can go to Ring of Honor and be that. Right. So you know, you, they can go to AEW and be that. Right. Yeah. The problem with AEW, I think. I mean, not not a problem. If you go to AEW, are you going to get lost in the shuffle? The AEW's got a pretty big roster now. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying. Um, yeah, yeah, those yeah, are your yeah. options. AEW is more of an option like, for someone like Gargano to go there and be a wrestler. I mean, Whether it's on Dark or whatever, they can go there and be a wrestler on Dark. And trust me, they'll do 20 fucking matches on Dark, and he can go every week and be on Dark. You know? So, like, that's the... And then plus they're getting a third show eventually, uh, but um yeah but th- the fact that NXT wasn't in the draft is a good sign that maybe some of these guys don't want to go to Raw SmackDown like you know maybe Triple H had a meeting with his guys you know nah. we, you know we gotta decide the direction we're going in you know who you know where do you where do you guys want to be no I just think it's just Vince just doesn't they don't they're not being seen as a third brand which stink yeah. because. Pound for me, and again, well, I think we've talked about this too. If you tell me you have a wrestling roster to run SmackDown with AJ Styles, Ricochet, like all the talent we can name, like top talent, mm-hmm. and they probably the shows are that bad every week, you think we were crazy? Yeah. You think we were we were just fucking nuts? Yeah. There's no way you have a roster that deep, but it probably shows that and put on stuff that bad. Yeah, or but, not, like not even the talents that are there. Just think about the talents. That went over there, <laughs> and and then when they were superstars at NXT, quote unquote, like Shinsuke, like Ricochet, like Ricochet, like Keith Lee. Lee, for the most recent, you know, or, and or and and the entirety of Retribution. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll say it again: the Ascension. <laughs> the Ascension. I am never gonna let that shit go. You know, I'm never gonna let that shit go because <laughs> they were so, they were so dominant in NXT, and they were a joke once they got to Raw. Yeah. Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens. Well, Kevin Owens, they, they, they push him pretty good. Yeah, Neville. Oh, God. Yeah. Why are you breaking my heart like that? Bo Dallas. Forget what you want to say about Bo Dallas. Dude is talented. Yeah, but he, he didn't have they the, did the character work down. They could have did something with he him. He was bad with the character stuff. They Even at NXT. Honestly, what they should have did with him a long time ago, they should have put him in, when the Wyatt family was a cult, he should have been in the Wyatt family. Because mm-hmm. he's Bo, Bo Wyatt. Because he's Bray's brother yeah. in real life. That would have worked perfectly. Um, yeah, I just think him, he's like the better talent, wrestling talent, than compared to um, Bray. Bray. But Bray's got better character. Bray, Bray has the charisma and the character. And Bray's not bad in the ring either. He's no. not bad no. at all. This is a different style. Uh, I forgot where it was. You were up to... No, well, am I doing my second hour now? Yes. Okay. 
So uh, we have Paige defeating Colt. And uh, this, I like this match. This uh, really put, they, they, they did a lot of hard work in this match. Um, both of these guys went hard. It was big offenses, big bumps. Um, I loved how Paige, like Colt kept um, reversing or dodging the, what's it called? The, the fuck? The buckshot lariat um, until to the end where Paige had to psych out and fake the buckshot. And then, um, and then, and then went for the buckshot and got him with that. I like how that the, the whole match was kind of centered around that. Like, like Colt kept reversing it or dodging it and shit. Um, so I thought the setup to the finish was was a was simple, you know. Um, and it's one of those finishes that kind of, if you think about it, sets up a counter for later on down the. You know, like either it's Kenny or whoever, like someone's gonna counter that buckshot lariat in a, in a, in a simple way. Um, uh, but yeah, I like this match a lot. I give it three and a half. Uh, it wasn't like perfect or anything like that. I just thought they did some really good work here, um, and I just love the setup to the, uh, the the buckshot lariat towards the end. Right. Um. I went, I went three on this, three and a quarter. It was good. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. Again, my problem is I don't know why Colcaban is in this. He's Colcaban. He's been getting his wins. I guess, but it was wins. good. I mean, they obviously, I mean, like I said, they're setting up Page Omega full gear, yeah. but it was, then, it was good. And they told a story with this because after this match, the Dark Order came out and helped Colcabana. And they, the commentary noted, like, that's, right. that's unusual for them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. They did a lot of, for the first hour. They did a lot of setup to stuff. Um, we got a video package of Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy promo situation. Uh, they announced the Elite Deletion match for Full Gear. Yeah, I read somewhere that that's going to be a cinematic match to yep. avoid injury. It's if you cinematic. have to do a cinematic to avoid injury, maybe you shouldn't be having the match. What's well, a cinematic? So now now they can do they, it. They don't have it. Well, I'm, I'm done with this feud. This feud. Well, they want to finish it. They want to end it. I don't know. I got no. I got no. You're no. trying to save it. I know. I can't. Yeah, you can't save it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm like, are they really still doing this? But yeah. they they don't want to leave anything hanging. So they, I guess they they're just gonna end it. Maybe they maybe they should leave this hanging. I'm hoping it's uh, what's it called? The buy-in. One of the buy-ins or some shit. It won't be. You think they'll put this out there? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really do. They put the. But you know what? Here's the, here's the what was the, the Britt Baker one called? The I dentist? For, no, it wasn't called the dentist. I forgot. What, but anyway, here's, here's my problem. You want to put this in the buy-in, which I agree with. If you put this in the buy-in, then you got Miro and Kid versus best friends on the main card. Well, no. You can have both in the buy-in. Two buy-ins. No. The, yeah, each but, a half hour or less, 20 minutes each. No. Maybe Kip and Miro and best friends could be 20 minutes. And you can have the elite deletion thing. Yeah, 20 minutes each. Yeah, they won't do that. Yeah. One, I, I think I think this will be on the main card. Model. It might uh, even it might even open up. Probably like they did with the, the Brit match. But you want know it's not a bad idea to get it out of the way. Yeah. Uh after this after they announced the Elite Deletion match, we had Angry Taz come out and do a promo, which was great. 
when he did his promo. And then Starks did a promo, which was great. <coughs> Excuse me. And then uh, Cage said two words. <laughs> Mo better. No better. Whatever the fuck he said. Uh, I just kind of like the levels of promo that were here. Yeah. Like Taz did the most promo. His was better. Starks came in and did a really good job with his promo. But it was less than Taz. And then Cage did two words. <laughs> like, Mo better. Um, where they were talking about Dar- well, Will Hobbs and Darby Allen and stuff like that. Um, so we're still continuing that feud. Uh, after this, we had what everyone was fucking talking about the next day. It was Le Dinner Debonair. And I was not ready for this to be a musical. <laughs> uh... So I'm 50-50 with this. <laughs> uh, it's not for me. I don't like this stuff in my wrestling. You know I've what? said this I, countless I, I, you times. Know what? I'm watching this. I'm like, I wonder how Frank's going to react to this. Cause it's, but wasn't it good? They were like their performance, I'm saying. It wasn't bad. It was they, very, they were on point. Like I guess it you was can very understand broad, Jericho. It was very Broadway musical-ish. That's the point. It was like... It was a and, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis uh, yeah, number. We're, we're talking... We're going to talk about this in a bubble. In what it was. not Because we don't want... Neither one of us want to see this in our wrestling. Yeah. This is WWE level shit. Yeah. But in a bubble by itself. I thought the beginning was funny when they when they're trying to top each other over the stakes. Yeah, the, the, the end I couldn't stop laughing when they, after they made Pete they looked at their stakes. Oh, it was it's not blue, snakes. it's not medium, it's raw. Yeah. I cracked uh, them. I didn't crack them before they even said a word because look at both of their face, look at the raw steak sitting on their plates. I was like, oh. what I loved about that bit was MJF ordered his well done because he's a heel. You never order a steak well done. No, Jericho did first. No. MJF ordered it well done. All right. Jericho won up them and said, you know what? Medium well. You know, he did it with that stupid ass smile. But, and then they kept going raw, raw until Jericho stopped, ended it. He was like, you know what? I want mine blue, which I guess is just charred outside and inside is just bleeding. Um, which I didn't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do today. Yeah. I don't know what to do Like they, they flash to- fried the outside of it. And inside is still raw. I learned something new. I learned. I don't think I learned something new in wrestling about life. <laughs> I learned something new about wrestling in life. I'll give him credit for that. <laughs> but I like the idea that MJF ordered his well done because he's a heel. Yeah, that's what you do. You know. And then they kept going. They if you backwards. really, if you really want to be a heel, he he should ask for ketchup on the side. I'm, that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> you never do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it, and then and, and then they just kicked into this fucking musical, and I, and, and they performed it well. I heard. I read somewhere with MJF like that. Like he wanted to do this. Yeah, probably. It wasn't bad. Like it was fun. Like talented. Was, but yeah, I don't want to see this. I, I didn't. But you know what? I had a. You know what? You don't I, book for yourself, right? Like I think if I was booking, I'd book this. You know, because that's what the audience likes. Like a lot of people love this. A lot of people didn't, but a lot of people love this. I think more people loved it than not. You know, and I it, it got over with a lot of people. Um, I'm surprised at how talented MJF is, man. Yeah. Jericho, I can understand because he's a singer. He's a rock star, whatever. Musician. 
But I didn't see this from MJF. MJF was on point with Jericho you know, the, the whole sad, time. The sad part, when they announced the, the dinner, I'm like, they're going to do something really stupid. I'm like, I know they are. I thought it was just going to be a, like how it started. Just some, just them two arguing and going back and forth with, you know, quips and shit like I that. Thought it was, I, I knew it had to be something more than that because they, yeah. they, they had to do something different. But I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Again, in a bubble, they're extremely talented. But it's, don't, we don't want to see it. I don't want. Yeah, I wouldn't want it. But another but on top of that is that's this is AEW. AEW has said that they are a variety show. This is what we're gonna get. See, it's a variety show, and this is what we're gonna get. See, it's a variety show, and this is what we're gonna get. I don't have to like it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. But but I did. That's the like that's the problem with this 50-50 review. See, like, see, uh, here's the problem. What you, do I do? You liked it. Look, you liked it in the bubble that yeah. it was entertaining as fuck. You hated it because you don't want to see it on your wrestling show. Yeah. So we'll leave we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining as hell, but again, I I didn't want to see it on wrestling. Because to me that's shit WWE does. I know, but but they, would they do it this good though? You know, the execution was good. You know? If they had somebody like Chris Jericho doing it, but I'm probably. Saying, like, you know, and and supposedly it was done within an hour before it aired. You know? Yeah, I, I have a feeling it was, there was a lot of lip syncing involved. I think the singing was done previously, and they, they just sang over their words. Yeah. I don't think they sang it live, because you, you, too many rooms. Yeah, yeah, too many. Yeah, too many. But I think they sang it before. Like in the, I think yeah. they recorded it previously, like last week in the studio or something. Yeah. And then they went and they, 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 they did the whole dance thing and just lip synced. That's yeah. what I think happened. Which is fine. Maybe. And even with the dancing. Like, the dancing was on point. You know? Like, everything just came together. The execution was on point. Yeah, but we don't want to see it in our wrestling. I don't, but... I I, I was surprised by how much I was liking it. My face, when I when I first... When they first kicked into music, the, the musical, I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Oh, no, John's not going to shut up about this. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I watched, and then I just fell into it. I was like, I actually like this. Um, I watched the first hour. Of, I watched the first hour of NXT Live. I watched NXT Live. Mm-hmm. I was, I think, I was like a half hour behind. Yeah. My plan was to watch AEW on Thursday. I ended up watching the debate on Thursday. Oh yeah. Friday, I got home from work. I was feeling like crap because new job. I, I, I don't want to watch TV. Like I watched something that I could just zone out to have to think about it. I ended up watching AEW last night, mm-hmm. but I had heard about the musical already. So I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta see how bad this really is, because <laughs> all the reasons, all the people had said they hated it. Yeah. And I watched. I'm like, I get why they hated it, but I, again, I don't get why they hated yeah. it. I get why they hated it because they they don't want to see this in their wrestling. Yeah. But outside of that, it would, it was fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that looked good. The. Then after this, we have Britt Baker defeating Kylan King. Uh, another squash match. Uh, it was very solid. Uh, oh, two squash matches on the same show. Didn't NXT do that? What are you talking about? Oh, and, uh, the said two squash. You said, oh, there's two you like two squash matches in the same show, and NXT just did that too. AEW did that two squash matches. Well, I didn't complain about NXT doing that. Okay, I thought you were complaining about it. No, no, no. I was, I was, I thought it was funny because he, they did two squashes at the same time, basically on um, oh. theory. But I wasn't complaining about that. Okay, no, I, no. I, I misunderstood. You. I'm sorry. No. Uh. But this was solid. I thought it was good. Britt Baker is looking good ever since she came back. Uh, they're making her look very vicious now. Uh, 
I think she's firing all cylinders. I think they're preparing her to become champion soon. Um, and I thought this was good. I gave it three and three fourths for a squash. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, for, for a squash, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. That's fine. Um, uh, she was wearing pink for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Right. And, uh, and, and then at the end, she had a pink glove uh, where she did the, the gimmick, the, the mandible claw, whatever she calls it, gimmick. Uh, where she gets them in like a cross face and puts the mandible claw in with the pink glove. Uh, so I thought she looked good. That was after this. They announced next week's um, AW, which we're going to have Wardlow. We're going to have the final, the semifinals for the Eliminator Tournament, which is going to be Wardlow versus Paige. Kenny Omega versus Phoenix. Well, it was supposed to be Phoenix. Now it's Penta L0M. They also announced Tanara Conti. Versus Abaddon. Uh, Did you hear about that? What? During that match. What happened? Little, 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 go little. Ahead, go ahead. Abaddon got hurt during that match. She took, oh. a, took a she took a knee or something to the throat. Oof. The match had to be stopped. So the match we might not see the match. Oh okay. Because it was taped. She took a pretty bad injury during the match. Yeah. She's from what I read, she's gonna be okay. Yeah. But they stopped the they match midway stop through. So they might not even have the match. Well, maybe they. Maybe they finished it though. Maybe no, they, they didn't. They still stopped halfway. The minute she got hurt, they stopped the match. But it's it was taped, so maybe they might have went back to it. No, they didn't. Oh, you she was she, did, she had to go to the hospital. Oh, okay, never mind. Um. So sorry, yeah, Tanara Conte. Supposedly, we'll see what happens. Uh, versus Abaddon, we're gonna have the Cody versus Orange Cassidy lumberjack match. Um. So. The reason that was brought up for this was so the Dark Order does not uh, interfere. Uh, okay. Uh, that means they're going to interfere. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Inner Circle is going to have their town hall to decide if um, MJF joins the, the, the Inner Circle. So, uh, I like how they're having a town hall since we couldn't really have one. Um, uh, Hilarious for the, for the actual uh, Hilarious <laughs> Debates uh, After that uh, They did they, Another one of Darby Allen's weird Black and white videos yeah. With Steve-O uh, I mean I, I, I was It was entertaining Because it was Steve-O And this felt Like Jackass Which had All his videos Feel like Jackass and Oh this, yeah Oh Darby yeah Yeah And this just kind of Solidified it Like this is what he's been doing. He's he's been doing like a, ja- a black and white, artistic quote unquote version of Jackass, I guess. Um, it was weird, but entertaining enough. I didn't care, like one way or the, or the other, you know. Um, and then uh, then we had the main event, which we have the Young Bucks defeating Private Party, Dark Order, and Butcher and the Blade. Oh, this is where they announced the bunny was back. Um, and they showed what happened on Dark, where the, the what's his face? QT Marshall was having a match, and Kingston came out with the bunny, showing like, ha, ha, ha. But, so they showed the bunny. Uh, I thought that the four-way tag was a blast. Uh, um, hmm. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Bucks won, but I felt like everyone got, got everyone in the match was, got over. Um... I do love the callback to the private party Bucks upset match uh, during that tournament, and uh, and then I thought the post match stuff ruled. 
Um, okay. There is a, a big uh, thing that happened here where Alex Reynolds yes. was legit knocked the fuck out. Um, I did not notice it when I first watched it. Um, but I did have questions when I was first watching. I guess I, I guess that means I did notice it. Because um, when it happened, he was just lying down on the floor. I'm like, he's in the way. Not, right. You forget he would have just, just rolled towards yeah. his court or something. He just wasn't moving. Yeah. Well, he was he was moving. Damn. But he was like, like you could tell he didn't know where the fuck he was. And then he gets up. And that he, was nice. And, Holy yeah. shit. He gets up. No, he didn't get up. The butcher dragged him to the corner, pulled his arm up, tagged the butcher, tagged himself. Yeah, in. tagged himself up. And then later on, a couple minutes later in the match, Reynolds was back in the match taking bumps again. I'm like, what? No, they what? didn't know. The whole idea of the private party spot was to take him out of the match, right? So they didn't know he was. They thought he was selling. They legit thought he was selling. Yeah, but if he, but the problem is he should have got back in the match himself. I know he's doing. I get, I get he's doing his job, but he should have signaled to the referee that he was hurt. He shouldn't have got back in the match. Well, he, he didn't know himself. Somebody should. He should have signaled to somebody else. At some in the point, match. it happened because at some point the doctor didn't let him back in. He was like, "No, you're leaving." He was gone. You know, after after um, Nick Jackson came in, and that's that's where they noticed like this dude is not responding to my moves. Get him out. Nick Jackson probably signaled to the doctor like, "Yo, get him out!" Because right after that, that's when they took him out. Before he took more, took more slight bumps in the ring. No one knew. The whole idea of the private party was to take him out, right? And so after that, they people must just think he's selling. That's what I thought for a while. I was like, he's selling really good. Um, and then after that, Nick, after Nick Jackson sees him fucking falling, you know, and then and not really responding to his moves, not really taking the bumps. He's like, all right, yo, get him out, you know? And that's when they took him out. And that's when Samson was took him out of the match, you know? I will say this, Mark Quinn is one of the nicest moonsaults in wrestling. Yeah. That dude, that dude gets really high. Did him. you see where Alex Reynolds got knocked out? Yes. It was the... The double moonsault. No, it was a, a leg drop. Right. right was, I think yep. they're calling it the Hardy Party. That's the name of the move. Um, or the Party Hardy, whatever the fuck. But... It was, I forgot what the other guy, I think the other guy does like a body slam and then Mark Quinn does the, like the leg drop, but I think his ass landed on his face yeah. yep. and legit knocked him out. Because I watched the second time around, you see his hand just stay up in the air. Yeah, yeah, he's I like, that. I heard, not, I'm not trying to make fun of him, but he, that's the way he looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his hand was just like up in the air like, oh. And then... And then that's where it, it kind of gets ugly see, after that. The one thing I, one thing that I'm curious about, like, you know, whenever we watch wrestling and we see a referee look on, look at a wrestler real quick, and you, you just see if the wrestler's okay. You, mm-hmm. we, 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 we've been trying to figure out what's the signal that the wrestler gives to the referee to know that he's okay. Mm-hmm. The referee didn't go up to Reynolds at all to see if he was okay. Like you know, like 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 I said, if a wrestler gets knocked out, it looks like he takes a bad bump. The referee will go on, he'll check on him, he'll look for the signal, whatever it is. To know the wrestler's okay, he's just playing the part. Yeah. The referee never did that with Alex Reynolds. Well, again, you don't know. Like, again, the whole idea for Alex Reynolds was he was supposed to be taken out. Yeah, but the referee always checks. So when the wrestler looks like he takes a bad bump, he looks like he's not moving. Mm-hmm. The referee always see the referee on both everywhere, not just WWE everywhere. Yeah. We always see the referee check the wrestler to make sure he's okay. It didn't happen this time. 
Well, not it doesn't always happen. It but does. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it there's a lot of going on here. You know. Um. I, I think, maybe Mark Quinn should have said something. Like you gotta know you landed on this dude's fucking head or something. You know. Somebody. All right. Well, let's leave like, it at this. Somebody should have noticed it before. And before he got pulled, yeah. like it should have been knows before it was. Yeah. Can we can we agree on that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um. But yeah, so he, so he got legit knocked out. He says he's fine. Um. So I'm not sure where he's going. I'm sure he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. I think that's standard. Well, next week's show will be taped, so he can sit for a couple of weeks and maybe sit one more live week. Yeah. So the only good thing is everything, everything is taped. Yeah. So you could sit a couple of weeks and you won't even notice it. But I think it's like their rule. Like if you get knocked out, you got to be out. Kind of like I, I'm sure it's a real rule in sports ball. Like if if uh, athlete gets knocked out, they got to be out for a while. Um, it depends. If they pass concussion protocol and it's got their bell wrong. Mm-hmm. But then, if they get legit knocked out, they got to be yeah, out but, for a while. But, legit knocked out doesn't mean concussion. Right, but if you get the, which you, I don't understand son, that, no, because yeah, because it's a weird thing. What you know what a concussion is, right? Yeah, it's when your brain rattles. Your brain rattles. Yeah, right. yeah, but you but got you, if you what's a knockout? knockout? Huh? What's a knockout? What's the difference? I don't if, know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I I don't. I'm, we're not doctors, so we can't really like explain that shit. But it does. It's a weird thing to me. But I think if you if you got knocked out but didn't get a concussion for however that works, you probably sit out the rest of the game. But if you're good to go next week, you're good to go next week. I don't think so. I think they'll they have do, to stay out for a couple I don't, weeks. I don't think so. I think they do concussion protocol. If you don't have a concussion, then there's if no they legit reason to keep you out. out I, th- I think they got to stay out for a couple weeks. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I would think so. Because I think that's what they did with Matt Hardy. You know, he didn't have a concussion, but he was knocked out. So they kept him off for a while. You know, I think that's probably what they'll do with Alex Reynolds. He'll probably be out for a while. If he if he was legit knocked out, um, or mayhaps got a concussion, um, yeah. So uh, so I was saying I love the callbacks to the private party match, the post match stuff ruled. Uh, Alex Reynolds, we talked about already. I gave this three and three fourths. Uh, I'll go with that. Um, I will complain about one thing here. You brought it up last week. And I would say last at as of last week, the BTE stuff didn't really seep into the show much, right. or you didn't really have to watch BTE to get it. Right. This week, I felt like you did to understand what's going on with the Bucks, because now, like they didn't explain any of that. Like the Bucks are still faces; they're just. They're, they're, they're just tired of being you know like they, they did a thing where they didn't show up for Cutler's um, match or some shit like that and they felt bad about it like they're just tired of being fucked around and shit like that right right but they you know that missing here I felt like that because the, they're supposed to come off as the faces here now with after what um um FTR did to Matt Jackson and, and Nick Jackson here you know, you know, as they pulmonized um, Matt Jackson's leg and shit like that. You know, because I felt like, you know, the BTS stuff, at least like a video package of it would have been good to show here. 
See, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, okay, FTR's taking out the Bucks. So are they both heel teams? Just yeah, I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, they're both heel teams. FTR's is the, the bigger heels. So I didn't know the Bucks supposed to be faces. Again, it's something that... FB2. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever noticed where they didn't... I think it's been more than that. I no, just think you didn't notice the, it. No, this is the first time they've ever really... In a, in a main event spot, this is the first time they've done that. Right, uh, but... Where it, they didn't really explain or or show anything from BTE to explain why we should be feeling sorry for the Bucks right now. Well, they kind of... It wasn't a main event spot, but they kind of did it with Scorpio Sky and Sean Spears a little bit. But that's dark, and that's they're just trying to build up that feud to see if they can put it on dynamite. Right, but I'm saying it. But then they go on dynamite and they start teasing at the feud without talking about what happened on dark. No, they always they talk about it. They talked about what happened on dark and stuff like that. Um, and they they have the commentators mentioning everything. But yeah, they're just trying to see if they can build that up for dynamite. They're trying to see if they can build up a feud from dark to dynamite, which they've done before. I.e. Dark Order and shit like that. Um, but this is more like they didn't say anything about the stuff that happened on BTE. You know? It just sort of happened. It just like you're supposed to just know. Which I guess if you're fans of Young Bucks, real fans, you would. But what about the, all those other people? Right, like you me. Know? Like you, yeah. Um, so I was, I was like, I, that was like my one big complaint was like they didn't call back to that stuff or say anything about that stuff. For us to feel real sympathy for the Bucks here, you know? Right, because if you're like me just watching, you're like, oh, the Bucks are the heels. They've been like dicks the last few weeks. Yeah. Super kicking everybody. Good, they got hurt. Oh, who cares? Yeah. Right, I, I, I get that. But okay, so that's your show. Yeah, that was my show. All right, so hour two of NXT. Let's see where I am. Uh, you did the Gargano house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gargano, I like that. I'm gonna start calling it that. Isn't that what they call it? No, I don't know what they call. It. Maybe they do. I haven't noticed it. Oh. We did. We had a tag match with Maverick and um, Drake Maverick and Killing Dan versus Everrise. As uh, or as I have to call Great Value Young Bucks. <laughs> um, Drake was getting destroyed. He did blind tag Dan. Uh, Dane and Dane was destroying everybody until he was in trouble. And then Drake got a chair. Like, he wanted to help Dane, but he didn't know what to do. He ended up just going off and getting, getting his team disqualified. Still mm-hmm. taking out Everrise. And then Dave, Drake's like, I'm going to get my ass kicked now. He's, he's like, he's quivering in the corner. And mm-hmm. Dave goes, goes, that's what I want to see. Goes, yes. Goes, now you're mean. And I almost like, I'm like, okay. I, I giggled at it at the time. I kind of knew what was going to happen. But I'm like, ugh. Thinking when the tag belts, aren't they? <laughs> hey, come on! They put it on Fandango. Fan, Fan, Brizan, Brizan. Brizango. I always call him Fandango. Uh, that's the one wrestler, right? Yeah. Yeah, Fandango and Tyler. Yeah. But at least they were a legit tag team. Like, you no, know, they they were in NXT. They were on Raw, Raw and SmackDown. They they were they, they were a legit tag team. They weren't a joke tag. They were, yes, they were they a joke were. tag <laughs> team in the sense that they that they always had these weird little gimmicks like making fun of people. And they were jobbers, they got, huh? They were jobbers. But they nah, they, they, they were, got nothing but losses. Until they got the number one contender. And then, hey, they defended those belts successfully a couple of times. In great, great matches, too. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, it was... There were a jobber team that got the titles. So I don't see... It, it wouldn't be too far of a stretch if these guys got the titles. So, 
After that, we, we go backstage. Here, Roderick Strong is knocked out, so Yui's out. Originally, one one of either Lorcan or Burke said, "You know what? We'll be your partner. We'll mm-hmm. pick one. We'll, we'll, we'll take his place." Yeah. No, doing the right thing. This was the Roderick Strong, you said. Yeah, like Rodney's out, so now they're talking to um Kyle O'Reilly. Like you know, pick one of us. One of us will take his place. Roderick, no, stick it with my team. And he walked away. Yeah, before you get go further, I've never seen anyone oversell being knocked out. Like Roderick, Roderick was uh, his hands and everything were flat. You know, like he's just lying down flat. No one's hands are flat. You yeah, know? yeah. Like he was just flat on the ground. I thought that was funny. So, um, so, yeah, so basically, Kyle Riley's like, like, you can see Kyle Riley, like, do I do this? Do I do, or do I step away from UE? Yeah. He's like, no. He just walked away. So now we're getting Brizang over Lorcan and Birch for the belts. That's the, that's the match. That's the match that GM William Regal made. So I thought that was funny, too. Another jobber team got, oh, I don't want to, sorry, never mind. Well, they're, they're they're a little more than a jobber team. They're one of those te- they're one of those teams that, that they're building up to be a legit tag team. But they never got any wins. They're jobbers. They get no wins, and not only do they get tag losses, but they've gotten nothing but singles losses. So, anyways, next up we have Zia Lee versus Casey Cantazero. Casey wins. Zia Lee attack Casey post match. You know, Kel Gonzalez comes out and destroys everybody. Hmm. Set up for you no, know, the, the moving ass around. I enjoyed the match itself. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was really good. Oh, what do you, what do you rank um, Maverick Dane against everybody? Uh, two and a half. Uh, I'll go three. Cause they, they, they mean, I'll go three. Uh, it was just, uh, it was just a, a gimmick for the whole. Yeah. It didn't even have a finish. It had a DQ thing. Like, um, Zia Lee, Casey, I, I'll go three. Yeah, I went three and a half. Like, I thought it was, it was a good match itself. They gave the win to Kaden Kanzara, which I, I read this the other day. You know, this is her first singles win in NXT. Really? In the years she's been here. She got one other win in the the women tournament. The How did he get out of the ring? You, you see what I just saw? Yeah, he flipped over. How? He, he didn't. He did. He jumped over. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But that was, like, the whole what? idea was the momentum took him over, though. Oh, my God. Oh, um, my Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Kate and Zara, this is her first win in NXT, singles win in NXT. She had one other win in the Mae Young Classic, the second one, where she debuted. And 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 I I feel like this is storytelling, hopefully. That win she got in the Mae Young Classic was against the person who beat the shit out of everyone here. Uh, Raquel. Maybe. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, as for what the fuck are they doing with Zia Lee? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm a- curious. That's for fucking sure. Did a good job there getting me curious. <laughs> right, so after that, we, they did, Timothy um, Thatcher did an in-ring exhibition to one of his, and, 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 turn, and put one of his students into a submission and it turned into a match. Like a student got pissed off about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, this was a gimmick. I'm done with Timothy Thatcher. I was not on that fan anyway. I was liking the the video package, but to have it live, I was not feeling it. Yeah. This supposedly went against the Led Dinner Debonair, off what I read. Oh. But uh, I don't know. I just was. I was like, and and I love Thatcher. And see, I, I I don't see it. I yeah, I think he's good. I think he's, he's like if you like uh. 
Zack Sabre Jr., Kyle O'Reilly and shit like that. Those guys are the same type of wrestlers. Yeah. And this is that that real quote unquote wrestling. Yeah. Shit, you he's know, even big here. I'm, you know what? Like, oh, how God, come I'm, we never noticed holy this? So we're watching <laughs> Impact in 2010, TNA. Yeah. And Billy Gunn was when he was Kip Gunn. Or, yeah. or Billy Kip, whatever he was. Yeah. And we're watching him in a battle royal. And he's legit the biggest guy in the ring, too. Yeah. He's towering over Abyss. And Samoa Joe. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> it's weird how you look back on shit now, lady. Like, yeah. damn. Um, wow, you're right. <laughs> I like how we're both thinking the same exact thing watching this at the same time. So anyway, so we get to the main event. Yeah. Um, Lorkin and Lor- uh, Lorkin and Birch defeated Brizango to win the tag belts after somebody with a mask interfered in the match to allow Lorkin and Birch to get the win. I was like, oh no, retribution. <laughs> no, I thought it was one of the UE. I thought it was like, Retribution. Like, dude's wearing a shiny-ass mask, a dumb-looking so, mask, like Retribution, wearing a hoodie. So the dude comes out, comes in the ring, takes his mask off, fucking Pat McAfee. Yeah. Taking it. He's the one that hired... Um, Luke Menzies. I forgot what he's... Uh, Rich Holland. Rich Holland to take out Adam Cole. Yeah. He's the one that took Yui out of the tag tournament. I don't know if that's long-term storytelling, but I liked it. Uh, it's It's weird storytelling. But it well, I do love the idea that he's going to be this mouthpiece and probably sometimes wrestler. Because he's with good in the ring. Guys. We saw how good he was in the ring. Yeah. He's getting better. He's great on the mic. And it's easy. He's snarky as hell. Yeah, it's easy. He can be. He's going to be their mouthpiece for sure. And you could put them in six man matches and shit. Right. right. That'll hide any like deficiencies, deficiencies he, he might game. have, yeah, yeah. and he'll get better. And uh. And it'll, it'll work. This will work. I, and I like it, the fact that it continues the feud with UE. Yeah. And it continues his feud with Adam Cole and the rest of, and the, rest of the UE. I love it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I didn't think I was going to like it. When he first came up, Pat McAfee, I'm like, really? And I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I, yeah. I, I know, This could work. It kind of works. Yeah, I, I just think how it came about didn't make sense, but I love the idea well, that what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, why, like why interfere with this match? Because obviously he had a deal worked out with Lorcan and Bridge. And he, I think he knew that if he took out UE, they would get the title shot. And then he helps them win it. But why not just interfere in that match? Because, no, no, but no, no, no. But I'm saying is, are you saying why not interfere in, in No. Or why not interfere in, in their match last week? Yeah, or interfere in the UE match here. Because he so wants. They can lose it to. And then all he. All they, all Lorcan and Burst have to do is defeat Rizango. Because you want you you want to debut him, with them winning the belts of him in the ring with them. I guess, but it just seems like a like a weird workaround to get all the way over here, yeah. Or maybe maybe if you want a storyline now, you, you Lorcan and Burst lose to Yui, and Pat McAfee comes up. You know what? You guys lost to Yui. Goes that sucks. Or you want to get your title match? You want to get your title match back? Well, we can make this happen. And the plan was take out Yui the night of the show, and he knew damn well that Kyle Riley, Pat McAfee knew, knew damn well that Kyle Riley was not going to pick somebody else to be his partner. He was he forfeited the title, the, the shot, and Logan and Birch would get it, and then he would win it. 
if you want to storyline it out. I like how you always like to write their stories. I tried. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have No, it is. You know, you know when Star Wars came out, they came out with the books that explained the backstory of a lot of shit yeah. and try to, to, try to, to try to flesh it out. I'm just fleshing out the storyline. Yeah. I'm just fleshing out. Not a bad, you got to admit, though, it does work. You, you got to put your own fanfic in, in between the matches. But you got to admit, it does work. I, I guess, it does but, work. But that's not what happened. <laughs> you know, like... Oof. Or it could have. But it's know. not what happened. <laughs> well, anyway, forget how how we got here. I think it works. No, the putting them together, I think it's fine. I think it's great. Yeah, I And mean, they can throw in another guy, another big guy. And so hopefully this guy. means that they're not breaking up UE. Maybe they're backpedaling on that idea. Well, this could be what breaks them up. Ultimately, at the end, maybe. Like, at the end of this But right now, they're not, right now, they're not breaking them up. I mean, so we're gonna at some point we're gonna see UE versus whatever their faction is called. McAfee virus protection. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna do sweet on that. <laughs> I'm gonna do sweet on that. I'm gonna do sweet on that. That was cool. <laughs> and if they go, if they go with that, I'm gonna two sweet you again. That would be awesome. So that's my show. We have new NXT Tag Team Champions. Oh, our next week is Halloween Havoc. Uh, so far, the matches on the line are um, Raquel Gonzalez v. Ripley. We have two spin-the-wheel matches, Gargano, Priest, and Kensler, Ray Yoshirai. Mm-hmm. So far, I think that's all we have. I think. Well, yeah. We'll probably get Tommaso and Dream. Yeah, I mean, NXT does that. They like to, and it's on purpose. They probably know what's what they're going to do, possibly. Um but they always wait till during the week to announce the of matches. Of the show, of the show, yeah. Yeah, sometimes even the morning of the sh- the day of the show. But I like that though. You know, you know what? You're feeding them. You're feeding everybody a little bit at a time. You know, you building up there to oh, what are they going to announce next? But what you can gonna... you can announce the matches and then build up to those matches. You know, like you know with whatever social media. Like, the reason why they do it is because of social media. Right. You know they, they're like oh here's a reason for us to use social media. Here's this match coming up. Here's this match coming up. You know like when they announced the the what was it the the Fatal 4-Way not the Fatal 4-Way I forgot it was, there was some big match and they were announcing the participants for it. Oh the um the ladder match maybe? Yeah you're right yeah and the, the participants were all announced on Twitter and Facebook you know the neck, you know, throughout the days, you know, so you know, why not announce who's going to be in it on the NXT show, and then have each one of the wrestlers do promos and and video packages building up to the match right throughout I, the week. I, I, you know? I can see that, and that will build up to the match. You know, I, I like AW tries unless the world blows up and shit happens or people get injured. They try to make sure you know what's coming up next week, and then. All the other shows and whatever, you know, social media stuff they do builds up to that. You know, like we know we're getting OC versus Cody. We know we're getting the the semifinals for the Eliminator tournament. Tournament. We're supposedly getting the Abaddon Conti match. You know, um, Punishment Athletics. Com. Dot com. Um, so all right. So what was your show tonight? AW. Of course. Yeah, they, they just built up a lot in this episode. It was exciting. Um Hey, Ladena Debonair. Ladena Debonair. You make you're gonna make me go to NXT. 
Jesus Christ, you make me go in. I almost thought I won you over with that. I was like, oh shit, really? Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> they both had great matches on both cards. Like, both shows were great. But Ladina definitely ruined it for me. It, it, it didn't need to be there. And then they're, they're, they're building. I did. I'm going to go NXT. Not by much. Barely. Match of night. For both shows. Like, just overall match of night. Well, for. For me, I'm going to give it to the for AW. No, no, no. Forget AW. Because oh. no. I think AW, I think we both go with Penta versus Phoenix. Yeah. And I think for a- NXT, we're both going with the sixth man. Yeah. But overall matching it. Oh, he just read me like a book. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Penta and Phoenix. I'm going to go with the sixth man in NXT. Okay. Only because I, I just I just liked it better. Real quick, one more thing I want to talk about about uh, Battle Glory from last night that cracked me up. Again, another example of Josh Matthews fixing his own mistakes when he was talking about the tag titles are coming in next year at, at the, oh, yeah, the He says twenty twenty. He said by mistake. Yeah. And he comes back. I said I go twenty. I met twenty twenty one. It's twenty twenty. Like it's never gonna end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dude. I'm like, that was awesome. Wait, what do you mean? Talk about that real quick. Wow. Uh, what do you feel about the, the women's tag titles coming back? I like it. Yeah. I mean, I like that, that that they have a women's tag. I think that the women's division is deep enough that they could pull it off. Hmm. I wish that, um, like I said, WWE, in theory, as a whole, their women's division is deep. But unfortunately, all the, the good women's wrestlers are on NXT. Like, the, the NXT women's division alone has enough talent to... To support a tag division, hmm. that's why I wish the women's tag belts would go to NXT. Right, and maybe send a couple of the rest, women's wrestlers they're not really using on Raw SmackDown. Send them on NXT, put a tag team together. Yeah, what the women's tag team division of by right now by itself on NXT could support the tag division by itself by itself. Add a couple of Raw SmackDown that you're not really using. They're more than supported. Real That's quick, my hot take. Real quick. Okay. Last week, we did the celebration of AW year end. Right. With the when we ended the show with our, what was your favorite parts or what right, was right. The, what, good, the bad, and the ugly. What right. was the bad and ugly of NXT? Right. Real quick. Yeah. A- oh, for, for NXT, we did it for AW last week. I, I did say we were gonna do it this week too. Yeah. The all right. So what do you want first? What do you mean? You want the good, the bad, the ugly? Oh, give me the bad. Give me the bad. Like what? What have they done wrong? Um, the booking has been hard. Like, it's getting better now, but early on mm. in the the Monday Night Wars, mm. the the booking felt too much like Raw SmackDown. It took away what made NXT special. Yeah, like too many gimmicky stuff. They did the thing you want early on with the UE with the therapist thing. There was too much weird shit going on. Yeah, that felt like Raw SmackDown. Um, they they. They weren't pushing the young talent with, like they should have been, like early on. Like now, they how they're doing it now with Jake Atlas, Austin Theory and Theory, Austin Theory, Delgado, like the all the young talent they're pushing now. They should have been pushing last year when this fall first started. Hmm. They might be in a different spot right now. They have fresh young talent. Uh I think they screwed up. I think early on the the arena look looked like hot garbage. Cause they weren't. They it just felt like an empty arena match. Like there was like they didn't darken anything. It just it just felt empty. 
felt yeah, felt like a high school play. Right. Yeah. I mean, they've, everybody's gotten better with it. even before they went to the CWC. It looked much better. Yeah. They, you know, later on, but it took them a while to get there. Um, I didn't like. I think one of the problems I had with NXT early on, especially during the pandemic shit, was the matches were too chatty in the ring. I think I talked about it. Like, like when you have an arena of matches, you could you could mute out the talking in the ring. Mm-hmm. And you don't notice it. When you go empty arena, you notice it. Eventually, they got away from that, and that improved a lot of what they did. And yeah, again, it just felt too much like Raw SmackDown. It took away. It was. They took away from NXT with my NXT special. When I went to USA. Yeah. They kind of went back to that now. But early on, it took it. They they they, they took they took it away. So that's my bad. What do you want next? What is your match of the year? Oh, I I would have to, I'd, I'd have to think about that. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd have to think about that. I don't know. I'm sorry. I got distracted. I don't know. I got. I would have to think about it. Uh, I would. I would, I would seriously have to think about it. Probably. I would have to think about it. I would have to go back and I would have to write shit down. I didn't know you were going to ask me that. I would have looked it up. Mm-hmm. Am I good? What was your good, yeah? Uh, my good is what they're doing now. Now they're starting to turn into the way NXT used to be. Mm-hmm. It's starting to revert back to that. The booking is a lot better. I think... They have... I forgot who's Book of NXT... Helping Book of NXT now. Well, it's supposedly Gabe Sapolsky. And, and his fingerprints are definitely there. It feels like... Yeah, it feels like... His fingerprints are definitely there now. It's just going to take a while to get there. I'm glad they didn't just immediately start booking a different way. They're, they're slowly built into that. I like that they surprised us with Brazang winning the belts. That was kind of a surprise. And again, you didn't like it at first, but they defended the belts well after that. Yeah, it, for me, it still didn't make sense. Um, I liked that they're pushing Damian Priest as hard as they are. The oh, dude's yeah. got charisma and talent. That worked for them, yeah, for sure. Um, I love the Keith Lee Dominic Dijakovic matches. Yeah, I mean, some of them were better than others. Yeah, but well, some of the matches, were, <laughs> some of the matches were four and a half star bangers. Like they were just great. Yes, that's all I can think off the top of my head. Uh, what about you? Well, the bad for me, I would say, is a lot of what you said, the WWE style raw booking. And um, you're really just not, I guess it's more of an indictment on WWE, but just not taking them seriously. Which yeah, yeah, the, yeah. felt like, like, you know, like that's, was what they were always going to be. Like, it was... They were put there to be uh, a mitigator to to AW so they don't break the million or whatever, you know? And not to be some main event place for people. Raw and SmackDown will always be their main event spots, their main main roster, you know? And that sucks, you know? Because the way NXT... Before the USA did it, just made sense. You know, it was just that regular wrestling show. 
And you can't just enjoy it. And it had a lot of stupid shit in there, too. A lot of gimmicky shit, too. You know? But you know what? But like Bull. Remember Bull? Yes. You know, the stupid shit he did. But oh. you know what? What was cool about NXT when they were on... The, What's his name? Bull? Uh, oh, um... Bull Dempsey. Bull Dempsey. Thank you, yeah. What, what was cool about that with NXT early on is they come up with a cool gimmick. They come up with a gimmick. I don't say cool, but they come up with a gimmick. Yeah. You could use them on NXT so they could flesh out the gimmick. So, because at the time NXT was just a feeding ground feeder for, for Raw SmackDown, yeah. so you could get a get a gimmick, work use it on NXT, see how it works, and let it run its course on NXT before you put it on the main roster. Yeah, you, know, you can't do that now. Yeah, you got to come up with a gimmick. It's got to work on NXT. Yeah, but and and I guess that's where they get stuck because now they'll do some weird. Here's a wizard serial killer, and he's a face. <laughs> you know. And you gotta feel oh, yeah. sympathy for him, you know. And oh, we didn't talk about that. What I think Dexter Loomis is fighting. Oh yeah, um, uh, to the moon. What's his name? Grimes. Grimes. And, but, but what cracked me up was when we were interviewing Grimes backstage at NXT. Yeah. You're in front of a glass door, and all you see is Dexter Loomis just staring. <laughs> Door. You didn't see that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, come on, really? You don't see him there? I'm like, really? And he's all scared because they're in a horrors match. Chamber, yeah. Not Chamber of Horrors. What was it called? Chamber of Horrors match. Was it called a Chamber of Horrors? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of Cameron Grimes, what, as much as we hate his Cameron Grimes gimmick, I'm going to put him under a good. Because the dude's extremely talented. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll win anything but major in NXT, but he... He's not horrible, but he's not great. He's right in that middle ground, but I, I kind of like his character. I think he'd be better on Raw SmackDown, but yeah. he's talented enough that to he can get away with going, being an NXT. I'm going to the moon, Mackenzie. I'm going um, to the moon, Mackenzie. A good would also would be um, Karen Cross. Okay. Great in the ring, oh. Killer Cross. Well, well, he's not Cross. great in the ring, like, he, but. He, Five minutes tops. That's his limit. Yeah, I, he's another guy that should be on Raw SmackDown. Mm. Like when he comes back, I know they're setting up him versus Finn, but I think he's a Raw SmackDown guy. Mm. I I do. Um, uh, so yeah, so the bad, the 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 raw booking, the the not being not being really a main event roster, like they pretended like they were. But they never really treated them like main event roster. The whole idea is for these guys to get out of there and go to Raw and SmackDown, which sucks. Right. Um, I think they're starting to get away from that a little bit now. I don't think so. Raw and SmackDown will always be the main roster. That's that, never going to change. And that sticks. It yeah. really does. Yeah. I wish. I really do wish like Gabe or Triple H could quit WWE and somehow he, he behind Vince's back, retained the rights to himself or some shit, you know? To the name NXT or whatever, and then just, yeah, but you want you want to have all the talent though. That's that's fan fiction right there. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, maybe walk away like like behind Vince's fanfic, you know, behind Vince's back, like he re was able to rewrite these contracts and shit like that, and get all those NXT talents to come with him. You know what I'm saying? And even if he didn't, he would know how to get talent. You know? Yeah, he's the one who hires them. You know? So, but anyway, um. Uh, good is that uh, their pay-per-views we're talking about the shows the live shows um, 
trying to think of like, like what good really on the shows that I like. Not that they're. I'm not trying to say that it's a struggle thing. I'm just trying to like. Well, pushing knowing who to push for the most part. Priest, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic. Those matches, like given you know, those matches were good. They they Dijakovic and Lee had a history outside of WWE, mm-hmm. so they brought it here. Yeah, they gave us those great matches. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they have great matches still. Like, even on live TV. Um, even though I feel like they kind of burned some um, just to, to pop a rating or whatever, but still, great fucking matches. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless if it's to burn a, a, a number or whatever, to get a pop a number, rather. Uh, it's a great fucking match. <laughs> Yeah, no. they, they, I mean, they, they, they know how to book matches. Like, no, to make them good. And, and, and one of my problems, I say, W, there's too, ma- too many high-flying shit. Like, too many spots. And they doesn't really do that that much. Yes, they, they do. They, they, but not, not to that level well, where it's a non-stop spot fest. So legato and Swerve and... The whole idea of this stuff is that they're high-flyer and spotty guys. I just feel like AEW does a little bit more. Than, a, than NXT. Gargano? Spotty guy? Yeah, but not, like, not to that level, though. Yeah, he is. His whole uh, thing is spots. He doesn't do flips in, in the sky, That's sure. what I'm talking about. Like, that little flip thing. Like, but, I only see fl- a million flippy flips in each match. I don't see AEW doing that in each match. Um, sure, Jen. Sure, Jen. What's that from? Brady Bunch. Oh. Sure, like when Jan would make up, like she had a boyfriend and kid. Bob. George Glass. George Glass, yes. <laughs> George, George Glass. <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so look, both shows are great. I think both shows would benefit from one of them moving off Wednesday night. Well, to NXT. You say NXT, but. NXT, NXT. AEW's not going to move. Why? They've been winning every week for the most part. So why would they move? But here's my problem with the race. This is for both. Here's my problem with that. Neither one is getting better. Like the rate, forget the show itself. We're not talking about the show themselves. We're talking mm-hmm. about the ratings now. Neither rating is getting better. Like NXT. AEW has been getting better. The ratings haven't been getting up. The, the ratings are, are up and down. Every week the ratings are up and down. Up and down, but they, they're tracking up though. But they went down from last week. Because of the world is fucked up. Forget, forget all the love. You can't forget about that. It's included. Okay, so you got to include that. Think in. about that. Think like take out the news, like I said before. Okay, yeah, but he has no problem with that. He has no problem with that argument. You can't take out anything. So right now, what's going on in the world right now? Everything in the world right now, you got to look at the ratings right now. So right now, NXT's ratings aren't getting any better. AEW well, NXT's ratings are getting a lot worse. But, but AEW's not NXT's ratings are getting worse but AEW's ratings aren't getting that much better like like the like the causing of the, the plus minus is not is not what it should be it's and, where they want it to be but the problem what I'm trying to say is NXT ratings are going down but AEW ratings aren't going up to match it and that's a problem wait that's, say that again NXT ratings are going down yeah okay for the amount of the amount of points NXT ratings are going down, AW ratings aren't going up to match that. Like the the people aren't going from NXT to AW, and that's a problem for AW. 
Like their their ratings are getting better because NXT ratings are going down, but the so plus minus isn't the same. Like if NXT ratings go down three points, you would think people going to watch AEW, their ratings should go up three points, but they're not. They're going up one point. Well, yeah, because not some are going, some aren't, but they're still going up. That's that's all they care about. They just keep going gradually up. It's harder to go up than it is to go down. Right. It's a lot easier to just go down. You fuck up once, forget your show. Yeah. Right, but I think AEW's ratings aren't going up at the rate that NXT ratings are going down. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the best way I can explain it. But it's still going up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still upward mobility for AEW. Well, NXT, it's downward. They didn't... They didn't chart for the last three weeks. You know, they were under the below 50. You know, that's a problem. You know, in memory of Eddie Guerrero. Wow. Um, you know, and, and, you know, think about, you know, because they've been charting in the top 10 for the most part um, for over a year now. You know, TNT, uh, TNT renewed, what was it? Not renewed. They, um. Extended. They extended the contract and gave them more money and an extra hour. They demanded another hour of TV. The gang is going to be on TBS. So it's Turner Sports, actually. Turner. Because the new show is going to be, the, the, the third hour is going to be on TBS. Right. But, you know, but they, they want, they, they want a third hour from AEW. You know, that the advertisers and whatnot are happy, you know, with what they've been doing. Well, uh, NXT, Holds on to the odds, the plus fifties. Yeah. What's well, again? That's the thing I don't get. Raw and SmackDown drawing over two million fans, two million a year, mm-hmm. a week, right? I, I'm curious why it doesn't why on it doesn't point. translate to NXT. Like I, I mean, it's been bugging me. That's been bugging me for a while now. Like if it's still WWE, you've you've seen guys. Maybe it's because it, Raw and SmackDown don't don't promote NXT. There's that, and then you also gotta consider Raw and SmackDown are at their base fan base right now. Like these are it, you know, like like this, they're at the bottom of the barrel of their fan base, you know. So those who like like that those shows, those type of shows, and love those shows, you know, and they do right like. Like my mom is one of them. Like she, she loves that shit. You know, they're not gonna be enticed by an NXT, which for the most part is more of a wrestling show than it is a gimmicky right. variety show. Um, which probably entails why sometimes they do that shit. You know, because they're trying to entice those people to listen to watch this show. You know, to say, hey, here's another version of that show. Here's Dexter Loomis. You like your your fiends over here? Look, we got our own fiend over here. You know, that type of shit, you know? And then they might be trying to entice people to come over to watch that show. But for the most part, NXT is still that work rate type of a show where you're going to get wrestling primarily than that gimmicky shit. Right. You know? I, I shit on it all the time on this show, but NXT is by far... A way better show than Raw and SmackDown. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. You know? I mean, I'm yeah. just being objective, and you know, 
and in my opinions about what I see on NXT. Right. But if we were talking about Raw and SmackDown, I'll be destroying them every fucking week. But thank God we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Though we know what we should do next week. We should do that. Raw and SmackDown. What if we both watch Raw and SmackDown? All right. Well, one of us should represent one. I want. I want SmackDown. Okay. <laughs> Okay. You think you think it's, you know, yeah? Give me SmackDown. So you watch Raw. I'm not. And here's what I want to do. Oh man, I gotta do three hours. No, no, That's no, not no, cool. no, 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 no. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do though. We're only gonna watch our show. We're not gonna watch both. You're not gonna watch SmackDown. I'm not gonna watch Raw. I based on what you say about Raw, I want it. I want it. I want. I want. I want I mean, you 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 could read the highlights and results. Yeah. You can't watch the show itself because I want to hear about Raw without watching it and just knowing the results and what I want to I want to give you my opinion of it just based on what you tell me about it okay. and I want your opinion of Smackdown to be just based on what you tell me of it you can know the results I don't care but I want your opinion of Smackdown just based on what, what I tell you alright okay alright All right. so wait, you're gonna watch Raw this week I'm gonna watch Smackdown this yeah. week but you can't watch Smackdown alright 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 All right. so, so yeah so basically back to what I was saying like that's that's the comparison I think is why those numbers don't translate to NXT is because those fans right now that are watching Raw Smackdowns those are it for them you know if yeah. they lose them they're gone they're done you know they're not gaining more newer viewers they may pop every so often because of something they do and stuff like that like right. oh, Samo- the Samojo the Tribal Chief stuff has been good and stuff like that so but they're at the bottom of the barrel and I think those people who love that shit, the majority of them, are not going to translate into what NXT is producing, or even AEW for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I don't think those people watching Raw and SmackDown are going to be like, "Dude, Raw and SmackDown, uh, let me watch AEW now." Like, I don't think like they're going to love it. They may watch it, sure, but I don't think they'll be like, "I love this shit more than Raw and SmackDown." I just wish there was something that WWE would do or could do. I don't think they care anymore. To promote NXT more, I this maybe because it's too different than Raw SmackDown, and they don't want to take people away from that. Like they don't want people to watch Raw, watch NXT and go, you know what, this is way better than Raw SmackDown. I'm not gonna watch Raw SmackDown anymore. Maybe they don't want they don't want to lose ratings for Raw SmackDown, and that's why they don't push it. Well, yeah, you know, like I said, Raw Raw SmackDown is gonna be the A and B show, and NXT is gonna be that C show. It's always going to be that, and unfortunately. And that sucks. It's horrible. Yeah. Tell you the truth. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, AW's upward mobility and NXT, unfortunately, it's it's so far as that downward mobility. I'm curious about next week because I think there's a lot of interest for next week for NXT. For Halloween Havoc, yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, nostalgia going into it. Just, based on, just based on the name. Yeah. So I'm curious as to what what they're gonna pull next week, yeah. You know, I think you know. AW is they they have a a lot of important shit happening on that show. But it was taped. But it was taped. But still, but I'm saying there's a lot of stuff important. You know, the the semifinals, the the Cody OC stuff like that. But essentially, it's just another episode of AW. Right. Right. It's not a AW bash at the beach. It's not AW fighter fest or anything like that. It's just AW next episode against NXT Halloween Havoc. So I'm curious as to what the numbers are going to be for them. I mean, I don't look as much as I, I want to say that NXT is going to 
come out ahead, they're still gonna lose. I hate to say it because I'm an NXT guy. <laughs> I just don't. I. I don't. But do you think they get back into that the top fifty at least? Yes. With with the number. But if, let me tell you though, if NXT puts on a crappy show, that's not cool because then they got then they got to got to rebound from a crap from a crappy rating. I don't think they will, but shit, anything could happen. <laughs> and this is 2020, man. Anything could happen. Yeah. I just wish people would just watch NXT more because it's worth watching. It really is. For the most part, it's a, it's a really good show every week. Hmm. Has ups and downs, of course. It's not a bad show. No, I mean, they could have the opportunity to have more people watch them, but Raw, uh, Vince would have to move treat it, it like a real like a real brand. treat it like a real thing and move it to Tuesday or Thursday whichever yeah cause there was proof that they um they made they popped a huge number when they did that eh. yeah so just move it treat it like a serious show and then you can be competitive yeah and then when you when you hold on to it like for Tuesday like say they move it to Tuesday if you they move to Tuesday. They'll be in the top 10, which they were when they were on Tuesday. They were in the top 10. Right? Yes. Move them to Tuesday. Be in the top 10 for at least a year. Then think about moving them to Wednesday to compete. Because now you got like an army of loyal fans coming over. And now they have to decide, well, do I want to Raw or AEW? You know? Yeah. Yeah, this is not good. I don't think I, I think I don't think Vince gives a shit about NXT except to take viewers away from AEW, which we talked about. Yeah, and that sucks. I look, I just I don't want Vince to die. I don't. I just want him not be in charge of anymore. <laughs> I just don't want him not to be in charge of AEW of NXT anymore, yeah. of WWE anymore. Let, oh, just give Triple H free reign. No, just no. Right, if you want to Triple H, we want me to do. What do you want to do with NXT? Further to place, I want to go to Tuesday. It's done. Well, I want I want this town from you from Raw and SmackDown. This this this. But yeah, I, I want you to take this this and this. Done. If that's if that's what Owens did, and Triple H got um do what he wants with NXT, I be, I could be happy with that. Hmm. It won't happen, but I could be happy with that. <laughs> all right, I think the show went a little long this week, a little longer than we wanted. But that's all right, though. That's all right, though. We went almost three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Over three hours. God damn. No. Yeah. One twenty. Yeah. A oh, lot. Wow. 180 minutes would be three hours. We went three hours and 11, 11 minutes. I might have to shorten this. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Or, oh, you know what? No, we're going to try to release it in two parts. Maybe. Release everything up to the main event in one part one. Release the main event in part two. Maybe, 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 maybe. Like maybe. Monday and Tuesday. Or maybe, maybe. I like that. Maybe. All right, so anyway, we out of here. Guys, thank you for listening. Oh, real quick. Isolation Mania. Oh, yeah. We had major, <laughs> we had major scheduling problems with this show. Major scheduling. Originally, a couple weeks ago, I said we're going to do it on October 31st. I did not hear it as Halloween. I guess. I don't because know. Because I figured it would be a Halloween theme. It'd be, it's like before, the theme, of course, is before the war. And, and when we're talking about Frank, he's like, he's like, what day we do? I'm like, October 3rd, like, are you sure? Like, what a question mark. Is that a good date? Me not thinking the same thing. 
So Frank is like, oh, we can't do it Halloween. People are going to go out for Halloween. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, who the fuck is going trick-or-treating now? If people are still going to go out. They're going to do stuff. Right. Zoom parties or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, you know what? Fine. We're going to move November 7th. I text Frankie last night. Uh, we can't do that November 7th. That's full, full gear. You're like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so November 14th will be Isolation Mania. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I'm getting all the videos down. It's before the war. It's NXT uh, talents versus AEW talents before, before they, they were signed. Um, and uh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Uh, we out of here. Thanks for joining us. Top guys out. <laughs>